Did y'all know it's a stripper strike in New York? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Guess I won't be going to New York. I know, right? Nigga, <laughs> how? Like, if, it's, wait, if it's a stripper strike, y'all ain't making no money whatsoever. You ain't getting old, nothing. But like, listen, it's not it's always like, about money. It's about principle. Exactly. And so, do they deserve the right to strike? Is what I'm trying let, to figure let out. Me, let me know, tell you no, right. why strike. they're striking. I didn't know they were in a union. Right. <laughs> they need a union. <laughs> Shit. The Teamsters. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, do you need a union to strike? Well, I, I would thought think. you did. Unless they're part uh-huh. of the, the Teamsters SWAT union. Right. <laughs> Teamsters that's SWAT. Almost like a, that's almost like if I decided to strike from my job right now. Like, nigga, you just quit. You didn't <laughs> you strike didn't nothing, try. nigga. You just you got quit. fired or quit. You quit. <laughs> or you just stand outside with picket signs. Right. Like, that's, that's right. Not, I'm trolling. That's At that point, I'm trolling. I'm not striking. I'm just trolling. Yeah, it's a difference. All right. Well, the strippers are upset that the bartenders are damn near doing their job when it comes to shaking their ass but are quick to degrade strippers. The strippers feel like the club owners are letting bartenders do whatever they want, which results in bartenders making more money than the actual strippers. For sure. The stripper, right. The strippers claim bartenders who don't have to pay house fees or for both or or for multiple outfits like strippers do have gone as far as dancing on the side of the stage to collect coins they were supposed to scoop up. Mm. So, well, usually the bartenders are a lot hotter. And bartender, oh. if you can, if you find and you can make a drink, you got my vote. Mm. You deserve my vote. It's money. called find another damn strip club. I mean, or, how well, or maybe another <laughs> profession, maybe. Maybe, but <laughs> no, they they were saying that there has been like colorism and different stuff like that going on too, where like they won't let the dark skinned girls in the VIP when it's like ballers in the house and different stuff like that. So like the ballers have to physically go out and request the darker skinned girls. Oh, that's bogus. Yeah. So it's like black lives matter. So what I'm saying, but but shouldn't they just find another profession to go (laughs) into? Right. I don't think strip clubs are heavily regulated for one. (laughs) They're not. And I think you might've go somewhere where actually people care about a woman's rights. Right. And I don't think you're going to find that at a strip club. I'm not at all. Kind of sorry. Uh, but well, if you're looking for respect in a strip club. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think they're know. looking for respect. I well, think they're looking for a fair shake. equal rights they're, in a strip club. They, they are looking for it to be fair. Which It's a strip club. It ain't going to be fair, baby. <laughs> right. But the thing is, like, if we all strike all the strippers. Then you're gonna lose clientele, and you need to make it more fair. You're for not us. gonna lose clientele because all the strippers are not gonna strike because the light skinned bitches are making money. Uh. <laughs> I mean that's true, but that's what they say about football players. Like all the football players aren't gonna strike, and if they do, we'll find new football players. And they haven't. So what do you think they need to do, Casey? I'm curious. Sounds like okay, she well, thinks just... they need to strike. Do you think well, the strip club need I, an HR department? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, full Maybe disclosure. Maybe a diversity director. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes a full disclosure. I want to hear this. Full one. disclosure. I I have worked in a strip club before. I was oh. not a strip oh. right, everybody relax. I was not a dancer, but I was a cocktail server. Yeah, okay. So you was the and bitch taking all the money from the stripper. Right. That's right. <laughs> that was no, you. I was you not. started. We, and Casey, I wouldn't consider code. the Rainforest Cafe a strip club. With <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, I hate you. No, but like, okay, so first off, we do it. We did in in some instances have a little bit of an advantage because 
a lot of times men were uh, intrigued by the fact that you were not getting undressed. And so sometimes they'd want to spend more time talking to you instead of actually getting lap dances or they would give you like a $20 tip on a $5 drink or or whatever. So on occasion, yeah, like they try we to fuck. They are, oh, absolutely. Or they might be there for companionship. Huh? Yeah. No. Possibly. There was this thing we had uh, called the perv wall. Like, it was, like, individual seats on the side of the wall. So, like, you didn't come with your friends. Like, it wasn't a bachelor party. Like, you just up in there by yourself. Mm. And, yeah, they uh, they were pretty horrible tippers. But that's not that's not the point. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I understand the plight of the strippers. And I got to know a lot of them. And they're normal people. And if this is the profession that they chose... You know, they deserve a fair I'm looking shake. at Omar's face. I wish you could see Omar's face when you said normal <laughs> Fuck people. Fuck you, Omar. <laughs> he got a grimace on his face right now. Like They are like normal. normal. They people? have normal lives. What the kids. fuck they is have... a normal person, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> Describe you know a normal person. They pay their taxes. They shake their titties like everybody else. Like, <laughs> they pay tithes. They <laughs> listen. A lot of people they go, to, go church. to church. That they do church. Uh, sexy shit. <laughs> listen, okay. Omar, don't judge. Okay, me. here's okay. okay. Two things we can solve. They can get an HR department and a diversity director to strip club, and they mm. can implement some new rules for the strip club. Mm. Until that happens, it's probably not the best place to work. Mm. Right? No, I I, I agree. I and mean, actually, I actually, what condone. are they doing with all this money they saved up for college? but hold on omar what about the porn industry the porn industry realized that there were certain things that were not happening and so they forced uh porn stars to get mandatory std checks all these different regulations so would you not consider um gentlemen's clubs to need the same kind of regulations where certain things need to be fair well porn is different because you're recording the crime uh, and it's not a crime. Where you're recording it, so it's not a crime. But it's well, still a it's crime sex. in process. It's fucking. Here's so, the thing. It, it's well, a crime. Sex is not a crime. It, listen, wait. To pay someone for sex is a crime. In some places. It's a crime, but, but it's not. Porn is, but it's okay. not prostitution if the camera's running. Mm. Oh, so it's, that's the way around Yeah, it? that is the gray area, but it's still a crime. So, no, but but it, so in that instance, you're not paying them for sex. You're paying them to record them having it's sex. Art. You're performing, it's art at that point. You're paying them to perform, but right. it's sex. Let's be honest. Right. We're all adults. Okay, that's fine. And to Go do ahead. it in a dookie shoot, they get extra. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to say dookie shoot. Did we again. not talk enough about anal on the last episode? But I just wanted to say actually, dookie actually, shoot again. Well, no, I guess we did talk about ass quite a bit. <laughs> but we I, talked about I, it I feel sorry for the dark-skinned strippers. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that are making it clap right uh-huh. after midnight and they're not getting the love. I think they should get some love. As well as the light skinned ones. Mm. Uh and I think that's some all I lives think, matter response. But I think, you know, I used to follow a couple of these stripper pages mm. on Instagram. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they did promote the light skinned girls a lot, especially in New York. Like right. they would promote the Dominican ones, the Puerto Ricans, the lighter ones. Mm-hmm. And you would never see a dark one on this page. Mm. And I don't know if they're trying to get at French Montana or who they're trying to lure in, <laughs> but it's obviously a rapper that like light skinned girls. It could be Kodak Black. I don't know. Uh. Well, yeah, but and that's I what they're that trying the, to do. They're trying to lure certain people in, but I think it gets lost in translation when certain people get there because there's a lot of guys that like dark skinned women. Yeah, and they come. Oh, there absolutely. And that's what I learned. Chocolate. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Bring yep. out sexual chocolate at yep. the at the strip club. I noticed like the the 
person that I would never assume would pick the thickest, darkest black or dark skin girl. And even like watching, I don't know if you guys watch the deuce on, um, yep. HBO, but yep. yeah, like it, people have certain fantasies and not everybody is looking for the thin light skin chick. Right. With the long hair. Like, that's not everybody's fantasy. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, prostitution or strippers, they choose what they, um, unfortunately, are fantasizing about. That's a good, that's it brings me to a point. Isaac, what do you prefer your hookers? Like, dark skin or light skin, mm-hmm. red bones? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you good like question. your hookers? You know, I'm I'm pretty versatile. So pretty either versatile. or, you like, yeah, a, yeah, you like the depends. menu. Like, just show me the menu. Show, I'll show let me you the know menu. what I'm in the mood for. <laughs> sometimes I want wings. Sometimes I want thighs and now, legs. Now, do you want them thick or do you want them thin? Probably thick. Thick. You don't like them thin like dress socks. Then You want them a little <laughs> thick <laughs> like, like those winter socks. socks. <laughs> like those winter socks. The tube socks. <laughs> right, but right. Honestly, well, you, you know, guys. when you're putting on your Tims and shit, you need to put the But let me ask you a question. You need insulation and shit. You go to the strip club. Okay. What's your preference in the strip club, Isaac? If you're, in, you're in New York. You're in New York where they're striking. Mm-hmm. But so before the strike, dance, prior to the strike. Should... Man, you know, right, right. And you're about to Clearly make it rain. Prior. You got the bag on. You got the Ooh, bag on. I got the bag. I'm about to make it rain. Um, <laughs> oh, man. See, would you see. want a diverse group? I, I would want a diverse now, group. Now, would you request to have, if you notice there were no dark women there, would you request, hey, man, what's going on with the dark Bring some chocolate up in here. I'm gonna be honest. If I'm oh, surrounded by ass ride? and titties, oh, I'm, I'm letting it ride because because <laughs> something up in here is bad, and that's probably what. Like I'm, if you're requesting so someone, at a strip club, so do you club, think that's true that that people had to request to bring dark oh, skin women in? Absolutely, absolutely. So? Oh yeah, probably. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no, no. I yeah. saw it happen. It, it used to happen where yeah. I used to work. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's kind of bad. Really that's yeah, it is. Sad. It is. It's horrible because a lot of dark skin ones are bad. Okay, so like when we was in Vegas and we went to that strip club. Um, there were a couple of dark skinned ones that 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 I was looking at, like, oh, well, I hope you ignore she make it most over of here. those, though. Yo, you better get your ass out of here. No, what did he say? No, he said I ignored most of them. No, no I did. Uh, he's like, not today. Right, right, right. She's like, hey, he's card. like, uh, great. Can you go get me a drink? Uh, what's? Can you tap that girl right? There? Yeah, the red bone. I think her name was Ashley. I think I heard somebody call her Ashley. No, no. Point I'm point I'm making uh, is. That okay, so when I'm in a strip club, I'm looking for who's checking for me. Like that's what I'm looking for, right? Like because you in the strip club trying to get chose? Not trying to get what? Well, yes, yes, I am not chose like as your man, but like you see me you and you're like, I want to dance for you, right? Like because because they are choosing, like they're going around yeah, seeing who who they want to dance for. And so I don't want. Do you think that they're choosing like that? Oh, absolutely. They are. What are they looking for, Casey? When they do that, what are they Uh, looking for? What they looking for? Someone that's their their type. Are they looking at someone their type or someone they think they can get money out of? Ooh. No. Maybe a combination of both. Right. I was gonna say definitely a combination of both, but I think that. What we have to remember is that these women are um, human. So I think that a lot of times they're just looking for who is going to gross them out the least. Mm. Like, so if someone, I'm they, dancing. They're looking for someone that's not a creep. Right. That, right. As you like would if put I got it, a, a normal person. Shut up. <laughs> if I got to dance on you for this this three minutes, I'm just hoping you're not sweaty and trying to grab on me and, and be mm. disgusting. Mm. Like, I, you know. So they're but looking you know for what someone I like that's not a creep. You know what I like, Casey? When they what? take my hands 
and make me grab on them. That's that's okay, when I that, know I've made a that, connection. It, it, yes, that they're like you no, know, they put, like you. Put your hands <laughs> on my breast, and it, and 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 the champagne room is right over here. But but there is no sex. You can't in the talk about room. you can't talk about there what goes no out in the champagne because there's plenty of sex in the champagne room. <laughs> there is plenty of it in the champagne there ain't room. Nothing but sex in the champagne room. <laughs> right. You can't talk that's about. That's actually it. the purpose. <laughs> it's like Fight Club. You can't right. talk about it. <laughs> it just happens. And shit. Just it the just dark skinned girls aren't getting love in the champagne oh, that's in, so New York, man. in New York in New York that's really ridiculous. fucked up and they that's probably really want to get it down it is fucked up it just really makes me want to go to New York with my Superman cape on right and, and find just all save the chocolate lovers in the strip club yes. with yeah. the bag now, and, just, and, just have, give them, and just give them love I have the a question for, for you two because uh, y'all are ignorant but <laughs> if you go to a strip club do you prefer to have women dance on you or do you just prefer to watch them dance on stage? Are you fucking joking? I like a good no, no. conversation. Is this, is this a joke? <laughs> no, it's not a joke because I know that some men, they don't, they like to watch strippers, but they don't, um, they, they don't like the fact that they've been dancing up against other men oh, no. all night and they oh, think no. it's kind of gross. Oh no. Um, um, if, if, if I just want to watch a performance and not feel anything, that's what internet porn is for. Right? Like, mm. Because you got okay. that all day. No, if right. I'm there, I want a lap dance. And let me tell you the kind of lap dance that I want. Uh, because, okay, so Atlanta, I used to live in Atlanta for several years. And so, like, Atlanta is strip club, strip club Central. mecca. Yes. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. ever since that period, no strip club or no city has ever been able to, um, like, exceed the Atlanta experience, you know, because mm-hmm. them girls were like in strokers. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Like they were amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me ask and you they question. would dance. Can they mess with the girls at Ernie's, though? Stop it. Yes, they can. You better get you your say ass at, at, at Ernie's. Yes. Even though I didn't have. It, but didn't it burn down? <laughs> you know, I don't know what they did, but but Arnie's had a couple of dimes there. You know, they 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 almost got me in the champagne room. Anyway, uh, I think uh, I think it was bullet holes. Point, that's see, not, see, see, I'm see. Sorry. Now you're stripper shaming. Um, no, actually, at Ernie's, I was in the champagne room, and a girl pulled out a peanut butter and jelly and ate it. Gave me a lap dance. You, you better shut your ass. <laughs> no. She said, I'm sorry, so I haven't listen, had lunch yet. Point, point I'm making is, is I learned, because there were a few places that I went to in Atlanta, like just, you know, being out and about, where you would learn that there's a difference between a table dance and a lap dance, right? And then a topless bar versus all nude. And so you had such a variety that, you know, like some of those strip clubs in Atlanta was so boss that you didn't want to go anywhere else but experience that. But it's funny, though, because Omar was making a joke a moment ago and he said he likes conversation. Now, ironically enough, uh, there was a spot. It used to be called something else. And then it went to Onyx. I don't know if it's still Onyx, uh, but at Club Onyx on Cheshire Bridge Road. I will never forget this shit because they had some bosses up in there. These women would come over and engage you in conversation for a nice little period before they even danced for you. Like if they thought that you was like the intellectual table, these women would come over, sit down. I never forget this woman came over. She had on like a gown, a nightgown. She had on these glasses that made her look like a substitute teacher in her hair in like a wrapped up bun. That woman sat down and talked to me for about 30, 40 minutes. I actually think she was feeling me. She got up and mm-hmm. tried to walk away. And then I was like, oh shit, I've been stopping her from making money. I kind of feel like, like, like at that point, I didn't know proper strip club protocol. I was like, do I just give her the money and say thank you? 
or do mm-hmm. I go ahead and ask for a dance? Because you, no, I'm you like, get the I number. do want to see you. You just naked. get the number and you pull it out like, you know I don't. Mine. <laughs> if you work until three. <laughs> you go make what? your money, money, money. That money, you know money, you know money. That is, that is no, exactly what I was saying. Anytime to do. a stripper sits with you and just talks to you, they, they choose to do that. Like they know where they're at financially. And so if they want to do it, they'll do it. You ain't got to so, do nothing. So, okay, was I, okay, did I fuck up in asking her for a dance on the back end? Like, did I, did I, um, did I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, objectify her. Now, we're already in an, an objectified environment. Right. She already gave me a half an hour of conversation. And then right there on the back end, I'm, I felt guilty. And I was like, well, shit, let's, let's go ahead and have a win-win moment where I go ahead and put some money in and I get to see you naked. Now, I could have mm-hmm. just not saw her naked to just let her know I really did enjoy that conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. But did I mess up in that moment? Well, <laughs> it for her, she could have felt some type of way because you, you know, brought it down to that level. But she knows what her job is. And so that's what you came there to see. Um, so unfortunately, she probably has some mixed emotions. She probably has some mixed emotions. Like, you know yeah, what? I would have dated this guy. And how dare he ask me for a dance at a strip club? Like, at a strip I club that I strip bit, at. Right? You, you did. Uh, yeah. And you know, I dated a stripper for three years. Get out of here. Yeah. Did, did you, you really? No, uh-huh. you didn't. I did. Oh shit! She worked at the Admiral. Get out at of here! At the what? At the Admiral. Out of here! Really? Yeah. <laughs> she was bad. Uh, did you meet her at the strip club, or you met her out and about and found out she was a stripper? I met her out. I met her out. Uh. I found out she was a stripper. Okay. And I was like, I don't give a shit. This girl's a ten. She's right. on the team. <laughs> right. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but she was doing the choosing though. I didn't choose her. She chose me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to run with it. I like strip club. And she was uh, sweet as pie. One Why, the, Brittany? She, she was the nicest pe- person I've ever met. Because hmm. it's a good time, bitch. <laughs> you talking about man strip clubs? Uh, no. Yeah, no. no I, I hate male strip clubs. Are there male strip clubs? Yeah, they're I called would. male reviews. Yeah. What are they called? I've never Fuck been. That. I have no desire. Me, no me either. You're not Do about they make to stick money? your fucking penis in my face like that. <laughs> Do you think they make money, the male strip clubs? Um, I think so. There's a lot of yeah, horny bitches Are girls going in there with bags? You know, some um, older women. I think older women are are making it rain. Do the guys make it clap in the male strip club, Brittany? The, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Make the balls clap. <laughs> Clapping the balls. Back, gross. back, back. There you go, girl. Make it I rain. I haven't. Been. Let's let's be honest though for a second. Yeah. Men's bodies are not as attractive as female bodies. They're not regardless temples. of if you're regardless of if you're gay or straight. The female body is beautiful, but, but what I'm if they got like a twelve pack? What if they got the twelve pack with the big? No, I mean you can you can thighs. have a nice physique it's, it's and your nice your body see. looks good. Yeah, but, but no, here's my thing. I don't want to feel like I'm never in control of this situation, okay? <laughs> you thrusting towards me feels like you right. about to take this. All right, mm. and I don't is feel that why you Is that why you stop wearing skirts to the male strip club, Brittany? Okay, all right. I don't, Omar go, I don't go to the male strip club, <laughs> yes, but do. I will go to... What was his name? The, 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 they used to, remember, they, remember they said those popular male strippers back in the day? Uh, those dudes, they, everybody knew their name. What are you talking about? They used to have these male strippers. Every girl knew these. Oh, Chippendales? 
No, not the not the famous. I'm talking about the black ones in Chicago. Like Mr. Chocolate and yeah, Mr. like uh, orgasm <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah. Brittany, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to like she don't know. I ain't Brittany, never been. Brittany, Brittany be trying to act coy sometimes, and then the more she start talking, you start it's realizing like you know that. them damn strip of the male strip. They was killing it. I ain't never been, but I uh, seen the flyers. Okay, yeah. I've seen the flyers. <laughs> but yeah, Casey. I fucks with a strip club. Yes. Can you? Can you? Could you date a male stripper? Uh, the only reason I'd say no, um, not because I'd be jealous or anything, but just because I think well, a no lot of them are gay. Uh, you said Shut you up. think a lot of them are gay? <laughs> yeah. I believe that. I, I hear that rumor a lot. They say a lot of the f- female strippers are gay too. And Well, no, I, right. no I think they're bisexual. <laughs> Not they'll all of us. Go. Hold up. They'll go for the right price, like all day long. Why are well, okay. If they're prostitutes, Listen, but prostituting and stripping come damn near hand in hand. And I'm no. not saying that every stripper true. has fucked for money, but I'm saying about ninety two percent have. Uh, so and that's you just making those Mayweather, statistics. Floyd Mayweather walk up in there, you fucking. You yeah. fucking. If you let's be honest, a lot of people are fuck. fucking for you free. You ain't you ain't fucking for free. Right, right. That's <laughs> a thing. lot of people right. fucking Don't for free. Don't fuck for free now. <laughs> right. Don't fuck for free. Put a price on that pussy, okay? Right. See the thing is, like I don't even I don't even have issues with, with stripping. My only issue is there's no future in it. Like that's my only problem with that career. But what if like, you were making what if you were making three, four hundred thousand dollars a year? But it's a cap on it though. How long you gonna strip? It's like the NBA. It's no. like what you gonna do after the NBA? You just you, well, here's it's the thing. If you, think about it. You, you can't making, go no further than what 34, 35? But think about it. If you came no. in, and Angela you're your, Basket could strip if she wanted to. Think about it. You came in no, in your early twenties. She's too far. And you doing three, yeah, four hundred thousand dollars a year? <laughs> you do that for five years. You can you you can buy a house. Yeah. Pay you off can. your house. If you're doing it the right way, you can set up a business, or or you can fund your boyfriend's rap career, and then when he get on, you keep the shit. Y'all both get on, or 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 you could be Cardi B and turn into a pop like a a rap star, and stop stripping all together. There's so many. I think you have to have a game plan. I think you have to have a game plan. And the stripper you were talking to in Vegas, Isaac, one of the things she wanted to do. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know. That, bought, was, that was a wild night. She bought a motorhome. Shit. And she's going to go on a city tour. She's going to go on a worldwide tour. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. We left that and shit. Ike in. was going to be a man. We, le- we left that shit. We were so sloppy, man. We left that shit, and it was like every bit of 6 a.m. Oh, it was light. It was, right. it was. The sun was up. And this nigga had an early morning flight. I forgot that he booked the hotel. So I... Like like I go in, I crash, and I'm I'm like I'm about to sleep for a solid eight hours. Omar starts waking me up like, "Hey, hey, man, man, we gotta go and get about the room. They they about to you know check out oh, time." Shit. When I tell you, I was fucking wasted, and I was I wasted, <laughs> but I left something important. It was your iPhone charger. You had to go get. No, no, no. It you was left at, your no. Phone. I left my phone. Oh yeah, it right. was the phone. Was it my phone? phone? Yeah, it was your phone. You like, "Oh, I got to go." It was in the Uber. Shit. You left it, was it in, in the, the Uber. Uber. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. In 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 the uh limousine. Right. Remember right. cuz we took yeah, the limousine yeah, yeah. there or whatever. I remember yeah. that. Mm, my goodness, man. Yeah, that was what shit. Yeah, we was... thought you were dead. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> listen, yeah. Anyway, enough of that story, mm-hmm. goddammit. Yeah, that, that was right, reckless. Right, because he's about to tell on himself. Shit. No, it was, just, it was just reckless, and I was wasted trying, like, a... But she didn't look like a man, like did she? All right, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I said, man, I ain't no man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see an Adam's apple, man. It can't be a man. Well, he going to be a woman tonight. <laughs> tonight, bitch. Tonight. <laughs> All right, we back. I got time. We, we back. back. I can't. I can't wait. Y'all heard about um, Robert McNair, the Houston Texans owner? The guy that said we can't let the slaves take over the <laughs> plantation. <laughs> right. He might as well. He said we can't have inmates running the prison. <laughs> we can't oh, have the wow. slaves running the plantation. <laughs> oh, we have the hookers, basically. We can't have the hookers uh, raping uh, the rapist. Like, the tricks. <laughs> we can't then, have the tricks and he, raping the rapers. And then he apologized. Right. right. I it's think right. his comment was taken out of context. What? I think his comment was taken out of context. <laughs> Because why are you talking expl- about inmates? explain Ray Lewis? You want to explain? That was go pretty ahead, good, <laughs> I'm gonna get on both knees for that conference. Because <laughs> we praying, we gonna pray to the Lord. I wasn't kneeling; I was praying. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass up. <laughs> Yeah, he said, I regret that I use that expression. I never meant to offend anyone, and I was not referring to our players. Bullshit. I used a figure of speech that was never intended to be taken literally. I would I never think- characterize our players or our league that way, and I apologize to anyone who was offended by it. Here's what I say. Says the, man, says the man who donated $2 million to Donald Trump. But here's Trump what I say. Year. like mm. He's an old white man, right? He's yep. going to say old white man things. He's not thinking about yeah, it. For sure. If he's not, but, but here, he's here's saying, what I'm saying why I was taken out of context. He's saying what they're all thinking. But here's what I'm saying why I was taken out of context in my opinion. He used an old white man's expression. He wasn't thinking about how this would sound or look to other people. Think about Donald Sterling, right? When you look at the Donald Sterling situation, he never said nigga on that phone call. Mm. but he could (laughs) have but he didn't you feel better about that I'm just saying we gotta give some cool points like that he very well could have said he just said I don't want any black people at my game I don't let a lot of black people in my house I'm just Mm. And sometimes I say nigga a lot in my in my house. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it right now. <laughs> but however, in the on the other side, he shouldn't have used that expression. But we already know he's an old white man that was probably in the football when it was all white in the beginning and now it's all black. Hmm. So Do he you- may feel some type of way about that. Do you think it's uh, kind of dope that Colin Kaepernick has been dead silent on this stuff and all these uh, owners in and um, NFL, you know, the NFL owners are starting to say the things that we all knew from the beginning? Yeah, it, it, it's what's what's really unique is. And, you know, I, I think I talked about it uh, last week is that sometimes when uh, you never know what you're going to be the catalyst for. And, you know, he took a principled stand and he knew he was laying on a grenade when he did it. But it's it's amazing how his actions have 
set off a, a chain of events that is growing into something that's like so revealing and so much bigger. And like I say, like he literally was a catalyst because even though he's not in the NFL right now, even though you don't even see him outspoken on these issues, like he's been ever since he's like everything that he's done. And this is what's so kind of deep about his, his, his position in this. He, he, he hasn't been the typical activist, right? Like the person that's on the front lines, Fight the power. We got to do this. We got to do that. He is a person that was making a silent protest that has grown into something so big. Everybody else is doing the talking. Like, if you really pay attention to him, he hasn't said shit. Give me a Colin Kaepernick quote. He hasn't said anything, right? His actions Well, he's out there doing the work. He's out there doing the work. And he's also putting his money. Yeah, he's putting his money. So, like, he's been been donating to charities. He's been, but he's not the. Y'all heard about his $1 million book deal? Yes. And, like, and and so that's going to be interesting because now we're going to actually get to hear his thoughts. But the point that I'm getting at, though. I think he could have got more for that. But I mean, possibly. Well, well, but, 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 but it's a million dollar book deal. We don't know what his royalty situation looks like. Right. But, but Barack Obama got a $60 million. And that's fucking the first black president of the year. I understand. No, I understand. Are you guys comparing Barack Obama? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm serious. Jesus Christ, Steve Harvey. Right. You're really going to nail yourself to that cross, right? Like, you really want to have that debate right now. Saying he could have fuck? gotten maybe a two million dollar book deal, whatever, or nigga, three million. No. Like, <laughs> I see. yeah. Charlemagne the guy Charlemagne got like ten thousand dollars and shit, and he was on the New York Times bestsellers list. Like, <laughs> like, and, and the reason that that's big is because they don't give out million dollar book deals. Like, that's okay. actually really big, and that's why they made it uh, um, public because a lot of times your book deals are shitty. Like, if you get a hundred thousand dollar book deal, you just did something because nine times out of ten. Like people don't really read like that. I was and, gonna say y'all know I don't read, so I yeah, just was they don't read, and also they don't know how a book is gonna perform because of just how the industry is right now. So a lot of times, like they're gonna try to get you on getting your money on the back end, or maybe mm-hmm. your second or third book. So like that lets you know that he's trending big time, and somebody mm-hmm. is really banking on believing that he's gonna say something that you know, may resonate or be impactful. But to the point that I was making a moment ago, though, that's really amazing about the stance or or, or the position that he's played is the fact that, like I said, throughout it all, you have not really heard much from him. And and what I really appreciate about just, I guess, the role that he's playing is everybody nowadays that's so woke, right? They are what they call armchair activists, right? Like you get on, you tweet, you do hashtag, hashtag activism. Everybody wants to use their voice, he not only used his actions and he's using his money, right? Like, so that's really how you create the change. All these motherfuckers has got a whole bunch of shit to say. That's why, like, I don't like when people be talking shit about Jay-Z. Jay-Z don't have to become, you know, the person that's on the front lines trying to rally the movement because he's not Jesse Jackson, right? Jay-Z right. is going to donate a couple million dollars to something that he believes in, which is actually how you move the needle, right? Like, it's it's about the financing. It's about the economics, you know, so... Colin understands that he he understands that yeah I did this thing that's snowballed into something bigger but when you actually see what he's doing currently he's not on everybody's talk show talking about how the NFL fucked up and this that and the third no he's been donating twenty five thousand dollars here a hundred thousand dollars here you know what I'm saying so like I really I really rock with him I really rock with him in terms of just playing his position you know what I'm saying and and allowing it to kind of develop and become 
what it is on its own. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's going to be unique to see how it all plays out because I even heard that he's starting to get invited into those conversations with the NFL. Like they like the the next round of talks, they're going like they've actually invited him in now. Like formally. Right. So it's going to be interesting talking about what they can do they for probably, racial justice. They probably going to be like, uh, can you get these other niggas to stand man, the fuck up man, for us, please? Man, we can't <laughs> breathe right now. Like, we let can't. up. We're, let we're up. really having a hard time. Yeah. So It'll be if you could kindly instruct them to stand, that'd mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. So um, Ellen DeGeneres, my girl. I love her. I yes. know. And I'm very sad that she's receiving some backlash from fans after a joke she made about Katy Perry. They said it was sexist. For Katy Perry's birthday, she said on Twitter, happy birthday, Katy Perry. It's time to bring out the big balloons. Um, And it was a picture of Ellen DeGeneres gawking with her mouth open at Katy Perry's breast. I don't know if y'all remember that light lime green dress Katy Perry wore at an award show once. I saw the picture. yeah, her I saw the picture too. Yeah, and I probably I, I, I wouldn't have looked like that when the camera was flashing, but well, it was a joke Katie between Perry two friends. Really good. It, it was, was a, a joke, joke between, between two friends. friends. But you really know, good in that people like Pierce Morgan were making his. Uh, he was. He said on Twitter, "If this were a man, but this this would be misogyny, basically." Mm. But um, with the let's say, if you're really good friends with a male, and they did that. What do you did think, what? ladies? Like, Grabbed his they, nuts? Or? No, just made a post about your, your breasts on Facebook with the caption like that. But you're friends with this guy. Right. What's your feeling about that? Like, What's your feeling about that, Do you think that, that would be Brittany? inappropriate? Brittany, would that be appropriate? Because Brittany got the biggest breasts out of all of us on this podcast, so it's uh, probably best to hear that. from her. I may not be the best person to comment on this type of shit. But, but would that <laughs> be misogynistic if the guy did it? No, but if you it guys was are a friends. close friend of mine and it was a reference to something else and it was an inside joke, then no, I'd be like, ha nigga, okay, like the picture and move on. But question, can a male friend comment on a female friend's breasts? Like a true mine, male, like mine it, can. Yeah, like I don't have an issue with that. Like you know, as long as it's and it was done publicly, and it, and it and they did it publicly, that would be okay. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't think twice about it. No, I don't think I would put too much thought into it. Okay, so yeah. this was blown out of proportion, in your opinion. In, in my opinion, it's from Ellen, Pierce Morgan. Like, it's Pierce Morgan. First and, you off, know, motherfuckers don't have shit to do. Okay, <laughs> apparently <laughs> I'm in the wrong business. I'm too fucking busy. <laughs> to be trolling on Twitter and commenting some negative shit about a person's birthday shout out. Like you took the time to shout out my birthday, tell me happy birthday. And people as, as artists want to see Ellen fall off the throne. I mean, but as is. artists, Katy Perry included, she's worn way more revealing shit. So if you don't want nobody to talk about your fucking tits, then put them up. But uh, you Katie, got, did, Katie didn't care. Katie don't give a fuck. Exactly. So why even say anything? But what I'm saying is you act like she walking around here and none shit. And we sitting here like pointing out like when you can see a boob print. No. Like, come but, on now. But I, I think Pierce Morgan's point was to try to draw the um, the commonality between what Ellen was doing. And if a man were to have done it in the sense that and men do why, it in the light in the light of recent discussions. No, right. In a, right. Right. Because. It. 
men it, do they it. do but but what he was getting at is that a man isn't allowed to do certain things and you guys are all screaming about harvey weinstein and, listen. and cry Bitch, that's, rape fucking, that's fucking he forced them girls to fuck you can't you can't bring up harvey weinstein or what's the other nigga is omar about to die man, man i'm telling you he is <laughs> <Right>. over here <laughs> I'm trying to ignore it i'm hoping that he's okay but jesus you know what i'm sorry i didn't know i was picking up i was picking up on the mic uh, no it, it's no, probably not no, on the mic it, it might it just be in my headphones but that she, just, she just wanted to roast you because we was roasting her about all that goddamn uh, noise she making yeah. <laughs> but no seriously all you them glasses she breaking <laughs> right people breaking in the hot house um you can't um you can't put those side by side and you know when you it's bullshit people yeah. just have a lot of shit to say because they well, have a lot of time on their hands i think it's just and I'm going to take it a step further because, you know, you can sum up that, that whole thing with two words, man. White privilege. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, three words. White male privilege. Because that's mm-hmm. basically what that is, right? Like, is like how, how dare you try to make the argument, oh, if a man did that. You know what? You're right. It would be fucking misogynist. The same way y'all niggas can't say nigga. The same way okay. white people can't say nigga because they've been trying to make that fucking argument, too. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all get y'all say it. How come I can't say a bitch? Because you can't. Because you can't. When it comes from your mouth, understanding the context of history, you are not a part of this club that we have. And yes, it is unfair that you have to, you know, bear the burden of your ancestors' trials and tribulations. But I, but I tell you what, how about we make a trade? I'll let you say, nigger, if you give us all the white privilege. So how about mm. we get to have all your white privilege? You guys get to be niggas from now on. You, 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 you all can live our existence so. and give us the good credit and give us the power. And let's, <laughs> and let's see if you want to make that trade. Because, yeah, we use this word, but it it's, we, it's we don't word. love that word no, more than it's success. It's a word that, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Right, right. We, right. we ain't that married to nigger where it, if you give us your white privilege, we'll give you nigger back. Nigger is kind of one of those it. words where, like... <laughs> You know, it's been said so much to our people as a term that's supposed to be so negative that we've adopted it and kind of redirected the energy mm-hmm. amongst each other to make it something not so negative and more so as that term of endearment or like, you know, just something oh, it's one recognizing of the dopest each words. other. It's not something recognizing <laughs> each other. Like It it's means a couple of different things. It it's does. not just a term term of endearment. But I'm just saying. Because it's, everything. It's, it's like it a describes, verb. It describes everything. everything. I think it's I've said nigga 50 times. It's a verb. <laughs> we can yeah. probably make nigga a verb. It, it is a verb. For sure. Niggas you over there niggering. Man, you over there on that nigga I just told my dad last night at that Gala. Wait, I told my dad last night at the gala, like he was fucking up with his plate when the people brought the food by, right? Now, this is a black tie event. And he did some stupid shit. Not only though, it was like, stop being a nigga. Like, <laughs> stop doing nigga shit. Stop it. Stop nigging. Like, stop stop nigging. Why are you over there nigging, man? You are over there nigging. You know? Yeah, we got that. You know what I mean? And, and, and what's funny is we've made it because we create culture. We right. made the shit so dope that white people on the outside looking in, and we know they, they say it alone. To the barbecue. They're saying it alone. Y'all saw that shit? Did y'all see that what, shit? What the article or something? No, was like? the the fucking shirts and t-shirts these niggas have made uh-uh. about really? I've been invited to the barbecue. Get the white the fuck folks. Out of I showed here. y'all that. Really? That's, you said that's, that's, that's why we need oh, to stop inviting motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm gonna show you. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yes, they made the t-shirts and it has the says invited to the barbecue. Oh wow. They want to be a part of this thing so bad. Yeah, and, and you then, know, and all of this racially tinged atmosphere, it's it's polarizing people, right? So the people that have always loved our culture secretly 
or maybe even publicly, but haven't really been a part of us, it's forcing them to realize you got to pick a side. You can't be that neutral person to fuck with the hip hop shit when it's cool, but then when some other shit, you know, when when atrocities happen, you're you're silent. Like, no, either you rock with us or you don't. It's cool to be a Trump supporter. I'm not even fighting him no more, but nigga, pick. Because you got to be one mm, of the two. mm. But you and I talked about this, Isaac, and I think a lot of people, I think Eric Trump, Eric Trump is just a little misunderstood. And I think he's definitely <laughs> Get your ass the barbecue. Get out of here. <laughs> Who? He Eric Trump. Who the Eric Donald's uh, son. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm bringing him to Britney's barbecue. You, he can't come to my motherfucking yes, he barbecue. Come we come. Oh, yeah. The one in July. The That's funny. And he's going to have the on one. the shirt, too. I'm invited to the barbecue. <laughs> I'm invited to the barbecue. That the would be funny one. if he wore that. If he wore that and took a picture, it's going viral. And I'm going to know for certain the entire Trump family are, are trolls. <laughs> Trump trolls is what we're going to call them Trump from this trolls. point forward. Like they're the coming Trump to trolls, Britney's they, barbecue. They can't come to my barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh. They're not invited. Uh. Yeah, we're going to let them work the grill, too. <laughs> <laughs> and we gonna all for that bland-ass chicken. <laughs> right. Want that but, shit. But, but, you're going to be like, hand me that seasoning salt. But, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> but, the but, Lawry's, nigga. But the to wrap up, he don't know shit But to wrap Lawry. up what you were saying about Ellen, though, uh, Casey... Like, like that situation, that, that, that was him reaching. That nigga was being plastic man on that because. But he always reaches. And he always yeah. does. He always he does because honestly. I used God, to think he was smart, but lately I'm yeah, like, man, really? like uh, whenever he sees something trending, he's going to say the opposite thing. Oh, no. Exactly. Back in the day, exactly. back in the, back in exactly. the day before uh, Twitter, Pierce Morgan, I used to not disagree with some of the shit he used to talk about on his show. But now that he's been on Twitter and if has kind of adopted this whole right wing, like, nah. Sorry. Well, it's the same thing I said it earlier. Steve Bannon's misunderstood as well. Stop it. <laughs> Brittany, he's coming to the barbecue? No. I'm kidding. You're not invited. No. Right. You're on you bullshit today. Why? Right. <laughs> what about sorry, Bill? I Is my boy Bill point. O'Reilly coming? Can Bill come? Stop. You should, he you definitely have... can't come. I kick his ass. As a matter of fact, invite him so we can jump him. Can't no, stand he's coming to the barbecue. <laughs> okay, I like, let me get not those ribs. This is not a topic, but I saw this last night while I was scrolling through my news feed. Uh, what's the dude? Big Shaq? Man's not hot. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did. Oh, man. He I meant did. to tell him about that shit. Yes. He did a diss track against Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, sh- uh, you know what? I saw that. I saw that. I saw it. I saw it. So you guys well, know uh, Big Shaq. Men's not hot. I don't. Hot. I say men's not hot. What? You ain't said it? The thing goes. Oh, yeah. Pop, 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 <laughs> and a yeah, coo- 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 doom. Doom. Yo, y'all don't know that shit? Yo, yeah, oh my, you're that the king so of what's funny. trending, and I've sent you all these videos. I know you know this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Big Shaq is the shit. Uh, so, for those of you that don't I know, only about know Big one Shaq, Big Shaq. For those of you that don't know, <laughs> he Big made Shaq, Shaq food. He oh, is, uh, he's a guy, he's, I think he's from, uh, he's somewhere overseas, either the UK or Fush somewhere Dickens? over there. I thought he was, oh, he's not from Jamaica? Well, I think he's you with think, the Fushnikins, no, no, right? Uh, is he uh, with the Fushnikins? Because Casey? he was on uh he was on that BBC um radio thing or whatever. Oh, you know what you're saying? right, you're right. I so, think he is from London. Is he a so, true Fushnik and I uh, yes no, or he no? He's sir. not a true no, Fushnik. No, no, he's not. Okay. He's not. So he was in a um you know, it, it was a video that went viral where he was doing this freestyle. He gets invited into this popular, like, you know, UK uh uh rap show. 
And he starts freestyling, but the freestyle is like crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's it's right. <laughs> but, but but the beat is low but, key but crazy. the beat is crazy. And then when he went through that thing where he was talking about the guns, the ting goes so you know of course instagram grabbed a hold of this shit right and then they took those words and like they would say you know they would have popcorn in a microwave and then it would be like somebody would push play and then all of a sudden it'd be like the thing goes and then like they have all kind of video memes where they were like you know uh uh you go to a um uh you go to your your mechanic and you're like yeah i'm i'm having problems with my car and they're like oh what's going wrong with it it keeps making this sound oh what does it sound like and then they would play that that song the thing goes so it it, it was just trending and it was going like hard for a while right um well this shit has been like growing for a while and i've loved this shit i think it's hilarious every time i see a meme i laugh and this dude he's been growing well he releases a video that literally in 24 hours got it's over like 1.5 million views. It's a legit video. He got DJ Khaled up in that shit. He got like uh um well, I think uh, the Migos. The, he was at right, the BET. He filled, yeah, he filled a lot at the BET. Right? Yeah, yeah. But but you saw that scene at the end where like he's performing and he and he drops the music and the entire crowd, big ass crowd, is like the thing goes. So I'm like, this nigga is winning. He is the definition of running with that shit like it's one thing you know something pops off and then it fizzles and it's like you never hear it again no that shit popped it fizzled he started doing a couple of interview dropped the fucking video that shit is actually hard because the beat the beat is hard as fuck it's hard as fuck and for those of you that don't know uh our last uh not not our last podcast but the podcast before last i actually featured that track in the beginning so 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 maybe i'm just hip maybe i'm hip maybe i helped him go viral right. how about I, that you, all right i just listened to not, it how you're about not that? hip if you say the word hip right what and i'll just let everyone know <laughs> i just listened hip. to the song and just fyi you don't have to listen to it <laughs> i fell on this sore for us <laughs> that shit is hard. That shit is hard. That shit is You're hard. You're welcome. But that but be crazy, Omar. I think you hate. Get that shit up out of here. I believe it. Cat, cat, cat. Yes. What is he shooting? Skippy D, pop, pop. He is and trash. The coom, coom, what is oh, he no. shooting? Firecrackers? No, but you got to hear the Possibly. rest of it. Like, because everything he says in this shit is, is ridiculous. But, like, I know niggas like that. That, like, try to freestyle and that should be extra horrible. <laughs> and, and you just, like, dude, just put the mic down. But, like, he was he was flowing, though. He was flowing. He wasn't saying shit, but he was flowing. I couldn't. Is he, he really any different than Migos? Any, but is we're he really not different than the same Migos? language. Can you tell me everything that the Migos? Goes and Listen, Cardi B do saying? not bring up the motherfucking Migos. Can you, you uh, know how speaking I feel Migos. about the Migos. Right. You know speaking how I feel about the Migos. Migos. Okay. So I you're a little disappointed right now. You're a little disappointed right Hunter, huh? No, I'm not as disappointed. Oh, okay. As long okay. as it wasn't Quavo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving Quavo for the next best thing. Because <laughs> he's well, my boy. What, how you feel about Offset? I think he's okay. The way I, I legit the w- can't tell the difference between. What you mean? Answers. I got a little bad mood. Well, you got takeoff. <laughs> you got mean takeoff, bad offset. Bad but Quavo, come on, Quavo's the man. That's your guy. Okay. He has the swag. The flow is always on point. Quavo. He's consistent mm. every time, <laughs> and he usually takes over every track. Mm. Really? really? That's oh, what yeah. he's gonna use. He he takes he it takes over. over. Oh, he, he's he takes it over. Right. The oh, breaks okay, over. Gotcha. God MC <laughs> me Quavo. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I brought up Offset because he just proposed to Cardi B last night. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh. In, front of a, in Philadelphia, right? 
at the powerhouse. It was beautiful. Yeah, it, it was. They're, it was cute. Yeah. They're both twenty five. How long do we give the relationship? Oh man, you know, and you don't want to feel like the person you hate is to. Just throwing you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be optimistic. This. I'm gonna be optimistic. I'm not, okay. I'm not putting a time frame on their relationship. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna say it. it's genuine. It's, I real, think it's genuine. real love. I think Twenty One Savage and Amber Rose is genuine. No, that's okay. rape. Oh my god! <laughs> you better great. watch it. Twenty one, my boy too. Amber Rose got that, got that, got that nigga under a fucking get out spell. Mm. Somebody mm. needs to click a, a mm. teacup around that nigga. So what maybe if it's she real just, love? What if maybe she love? Has real. A, She might what have a magical vagina, Brittany. Oh, oh, that oh, oh, no magical oh. vagina. Oh, I can guarantee you, she got a magical. Oh, you know vagina. she did. It was like that Will Smith movie. Remember when he got away from that white lady and he got his power back? Mm. Oh. Same thing happened yeah. to Kanye. Uh, Hancock. Yeah. Hancock. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That was a good that analogy. Was good. That was I good actually analogy. thoroughly oh enjoyed yeah. it. You know, that kryptonite. I, 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 um, you know, because it's funny. I, I saw it this morning. So, you know, I haven't formulated a thought, nor do I plan to because I really don't care. <laughs> but it seems. You care. No, I don't. But, 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 but I'm going to tell you where it's about to get annoying, right? Like, because Cardi is winning really hard right now. And right. I don't, and so are I don't the Migos. follow. And so are the Migos, bro. I mean, no, 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 no. The oh Migos, no. The Migos ha- have been winning and they've been consistent. Cardi is winning harder than anybody else in the game right now because, like, she's had the best summer ever. Like that. Yeah. That, to to find out that she was the the was first Cardi person, the first woman rapper to go fucking get a number one single since uh. It's funny because you Hill. just said that Brat dude was the one winning. Which one is it? <laughs> oh no, he's winning Choose too. Side. Oh no, no, no. But okay. But see, he's winning because he's capitalizing off of something that went viral, right? And and, and he's going to turn it into something. Cardi's been grinding, right? She's been grinding her fucking ass off. And when her ship finally came in... It came in hard, right? Yeah, so she got this new song now with the Migos. Man, and, uh, is it fire? Right, I ain't heard it yet. And then is it and good? I heard it's you heard fire. It good? It's fire. Is it? And then, uh, yeah, and then she I heard got the opposite, the, but okay. Then she's got this. Uh, <laughs> is Quavo on it? Yes. Okay, so it's fire. It's fire. <laughs> I hear she gets off on that shit too. Like she gets off. She got off on the No Limit song with G Easy okay. and uh, ASAP. Who, who that you was talking about, Cardi? Cardi B. Okay. So she okay. Man, Brit, so she putting people around. I know, right? Over yeah. here looking like a I don't like, know like any of this. Hollywood reporter Angela, and shit. Angela yes. Yee. The Angelia Tequila tells this shit. The gossip report. You or got whatever. the gossip report for it? How you doing, Faye Sam? How you doing? Right. Because Omar got the black facts, so, you know, maybe she give us the rundown. We're going to do the rundown with Britney. Cardi B is doing her thing, and you're absolutely right. Oh, she's winning. She's winning. And the Migos have been hot for, let me tell you something. It took the Migos about three, four years to get on no it didn't they, they been took them on. a while they, uh, nigga when they up. came out with Versace that was a huge hit okay they had I did shit love before Versace. that Versace was dope they had what, shit what before that the remix with Drake that. was way better what I'm saying is that's all they, they've been the, hot no you no, leave the Migos no, alone listen <laughs> Quavo been had the flow son it took the Migos a while to find the right <laughs> no, team the right okay. production the right producers and things like that and they got on Versace was one of the songs that catapulted them to the next they've level, been and they've on. been they came they've been out the womb on. ever since. <laughs> and Quavo oh is a god to us. Okay, <laughs> say Migos thank you, Brittany. Apologize, for like the last apologize, three, four Brittany. Years, and it might be longer than that, but they it took them a while. Like they were struggling for a minute. You know what I'm saying? As with sure. any artist, but they have been consistent. You know, but Cardi has like just took came the out fuck of nowhere. off. Cardi so, said she was grinding. 
Thank you, Boo Boo. Before the song. But imagine going home tonight. And as you're getting out of your car, take off standing there with whoop that ass for the shit you've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> and he just take off and start beating that ass. Shut like, up. Oh. No. Hold on, hold on. But somebody Oh, what'd you Go say? Ahead. I was gonna say, uh, at Jacob Vincent underscore seventy seven tweeted, Offset and Cardi B just got engaged. On God, if they don't have a TV special for the wedding and call it Never Let Me Go, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> That's, that's actually that bad. That's, that's, that's not bad. That's, that's not definitely bad. a dad joke. However, oh no, that's totally a dad joke. But but okay. So the point I was making is is that Mona I don't Scott I don't got a follow name all over this. I don't man. I don't I don't <laughs> follow mm. much ratchetry in in my IG. But I do fuck with the shade room and I do fuck with ball alert right because you know they'll like I feel like those two are enough for me to know anything that's oh. relevant. I do celebrity in that shit, official. Right? Too. See, I, I can't do it all because after a while they all just start saying the same shit, and it's like Damn, I only need one or two. Big you don't do sources, level up hip hop. You know? uh-uh. What level up hip hop? I'm gonna need to check that. They one give out. you all the street shit. Okay, then all right, I uh, I need to know that one. But for the up and coming trappers. But Cardi oh. has been running Shade Room for the last like maybe six months to the point where I, I still love her. But I just I be scrolling past it like I I don't care that much to just to just see you. I in love front her of my and face. she's grinding, but she need that finger lady because I can't understand the word that comes out of her mouth. I mean, but I'm the just saying. Oh, now, okay, so you know that sign language lady, like <laughs> where they put the, <laughs> they but, put the words. Are, but here's but, but here's the, the point that up. I'm talking about though. Like like I feel like we're in a place nowadays where everybody capitalizes off of like something that they see is trending, right? So. Mm-hmm. Is this one of those things where it's like I don't want to be outdone by Gucci Mane and Keisha? So now it's almost like oh, now you feel what I'm saying? About and, and, and so it's like I don't now, think they because, should do because TV. I'm gonna be honest. Like, listen, marriage is a beautiful thing, but I'm starting to notice now that it's be it's trending. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, and 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 so that's on one level you want to say that that's good. But is it trending for the wrong but reason? Wait, it's trending wait, because now it's faddish. No, no. Like, oh, I you got to get yourself a wife. That. And it's like, but is that really? No, you you have to understand where we are, what time it is. Like, we breaking off into the holiday season. And this is where you're going to see a lot of proposals. Niggas don't get proposed to over the summer because everybody's out that. Mm. So it's not around that, that, that. Right. So, but. During the holiday season, everywhere from Mama. September to February, you see a ton of proposals because now you're around family. It's that season. It's getting cold. You know, Jared's about to have a sale. Yeah, you know, Jared's <laughs> and all other places. Right. Right. You know, so then every, holiday, every, every kiss every begins, kiss with, begins K. with K. Begins with yes. K. Yes, right? make your thought a wife today. <laughs> make your thought. <laughs> That's, I like that. I'm right, using that. Right. But this is not the end of it, guys. Like Cardi B and Offset, Gucci Man and Keisha, and somebody else is about to get proposed to in a yes. minute. Make a prediction, Brittany. Who's next? Uh, oh, Who oh, oh, I already next? know. Fucking Who? Courtney and uh, Tristan Thompson. Oh, yeah. Oh, that shit, that's that shit oh. been brewing. That's yeah, oh, because she pregnant. Oh, oh, yes. oh. And the Kardashians ain't going to let these niggas take all the marriage shine. Oh, oh, it's time for us to have a wedding. <laughs> oh, oh, we okay. need a wedding. Oh, okay, because we, we already got all of our women pregnant at the, the same other? time. What about Kylie? Kylie pregnant, and, right? And, and, uh, by who? Uh, uh, Travis, Travis Scott. Right, but they're not going to get married because that shit came out of the blue. But wait, can and, uh, somebody please tell me? Tigger ain't going to let that shit happen. What's Hold his up. name? Tiger. 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 He don't I give a fuck about her. He does. He hate her. Tigger's in the basement. He hate her. Tiger's in the attic. 
Listen. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Can somebody tell me who the fuck is Toya Wright's baby daddy? No. I have no idea. Is uh, she won't talk about I think it's Lil Wayne. Oh, I think shit. it's Lil Wayne. Oh, uh, no. I mean, that's a wise investment if it is. Because, yeah. because, because um, the daughter, what's her name? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what's her name? Tell us. I know her name. Um, you tell us, my nigga. If it? I knew, um, if I knew, um, Omar's eyes would have got big. Like, color me nay. <laughs> really? Why did you know that? Color me nay. No, color me nay is her um, Instagram handle. Okay. Oh, color me nay is her Instagram handle, but um, she's really excited. Oh, oh, Regine. 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 Yes. That's oh, okay. it. I have heard That's of it. Yeah, I knew. I, yeah. Here's another prediction. I'm very Fella proud of myself. And the, and the top, who? what is it? The top chop? That heiress. Heiress. I think who? they're next. She, she's Jeremy she's the heiress. Oh, she's the heiress. I think they're next. Shop. Prison Bay. Yeah, because yeah, he just got divorced. But mm. he's dating the heiress of Top Shop. Okay, I got a question. And they're really close. Is uh, DJ is 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 Kyle, Okay, it's Khalid, um, and his baby mama. Are they married? Yes. Are they? Really? Okay. okay. I don't. I just I didn't made know that, that up. Because you like that know. might go next and shit. Yeah, because him and uh, I'm telling you, people is, don't want to be outdone. They're like, yeah. oh shit, marriage is yeah. trending. I. I need, I need like a bitch. I need a bitch. Hold on, you. Everybody. Let's get married. What if Kanye married Kanye? Everybody He divorces Kim. Everybody To marry Kanye. Let me tell you what's trending. Uh-oh. Weddings. Not marriage. Right. Weddings are trending. Right. Exactly. And, and, and you know what? Thank you for that clarification. Because <laughs> you're absolutely right. The marriage. But let's be honest. Well, the marriage, they go hand in the marriage hand, don't they? has always trended, though. Yeah, the marriage has always trended. Right. Everybody wants the marriage. I mean, no, no. Everybody wants the wedding. Everybody wants the wedding. But they, they ain't prepared for, for the, the marriage. for the marriage. And and like that's and and and, and thank you. Because that's the point that I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Is like I'm trying to imagine what a marriage between offset and Cardi B looks like at 25. Uh, violent. Living their their lives. All rock stars. All rock out stars. as rock Violet. stars. I'm like, this shit is about to be so in our face. Violet. And then it's going to filter into the lower rungs of society where people are mimicking, mimicking the shit. It's going to be shit. violent. And, 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 don't and say that. It'll be nice. No, I, mean, I want them to <laughs> succeed. I want them to be the moment he honestly, got on happy. They're like, gonna be the next Beyonce and Con- uh, Jay Z. Stop. The only, the only, my my biggest concern is their age. It's more about them being as young as they are and being and um, not ready and being rock stars. Like it's when you're in that in that life. It's there's nothing uh, stable about it. I think it'll be so, fine. They'll cheat on each other, so it'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so perhaps, have, perhaps yeah. they'll cheat but, on each other. It'll be okay. Hey, hey, yeah. and here's my Black Lives Matter moment. I'm gonna go ahead and support this shit because these white rock stars been doing the same dumb shit for, for years. years. For so years, let, I let's hope go ahead and let them get their money and, <laughs> yes. and, and and be ratchet and have a child, and then the child goes into reality TV as well. Like yes. these white people been doing that same shit for years, and we've been following them on the Inquirer. So it's about Absolutely. time that our reality stars. Get they get they get they just do. So I'm I'm gonna support them. You said what? You don't think so? She ain't having no kids right now. Oh no, not right now. Oh, not right now. She's too busy winning. She's too busy winning. Yeah. Yeah. No, if they break up, that'll be what they break up. They'll probably adopt. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know nobody that's that's gonna sign off on that shit. 
<laughs> they want to see how they do with the, the the fake baby before they make a real baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nobody that's gonna approve that shit. <laughs> like, right, we want to see how we do with this one. Hello everyone, this is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast. Where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. I am here with the illustrious Omar Tromar Jones. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, what's up? And the know-it-all himself, the greatest host of all times, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, Mr. Isaac Hall. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's uh, wonderful to be here. Yes, it's wonderful to have you both. Um, So today we are talking about fighting in relationships. Uh, Fight club, fight club. Fight Club. Omar mentioned it earlier. However, he did. He didn't even know that that was the topic. Ain't that he didn't. He didn't. However, before we As jump in, Lord, we did. We did. We do say so. Uh, we had a listener letter that I wanted to read. <laughs> um, and actually, it's in reference to a few podcasts ago. So um, sit tight. All right. First of all, uh, I want to say my girlfriend in D.C. turned me on to you all, and I live in Chicago, so I basically binge listen to all of your podcasts over the last few weeks, and I love each and every one of them, so I was missing you all from uh, September 22nd to this week's podcast. My comment is on the 36-year-old woman who wrote in about the dating, uh, well, I am 47, soon to be 48, and I still have that issue. I've been divorced for over 23 years, and I focus on raising my three kids as a single mother. Not wanting to have a slew of men in and out of my son's life or having my daughter feel uncomfortable in her own home. So here I am now with three grown children trying to date and potentially finding someone as a companion, not necessarily my husband, but men are jerks. I am so done with online dating, but I don't know where to meet men. I hate the whole question of what are you looking for? Because my my smart ass answer is I don't know until I know. With the online dating, I get so many men who want to just email you back and forth and never meet, or they just want to have sex and assume the women are desperate because they are online at a certain age. Omar, I hear what you're saying about communication, but I'm with the ladies. The hotel bar seems like a hookup. On another note, I was dating this younger guy, him 44, me 47, and I was cool with dating, but I got tired of the whole I'm not ready for a relationship, which gives him the ability to not commit but still receive relationship benefits. So I'm faced with settling on that bullshit or being alone. I'm at a point, I just think all of the good men are gone and I will be alone waiting on grandbabies. Anyway, you guys continue to be blessed and I know and know that I can't wait for your next Chicago event now that I know about you all. So first off, thank you for writing in. You're the shit, Brenda. Yes, Brenda. Um, so uh, hotel bars are not the place. <laughs> oh, hold up, so up. Let me let me clarify that because because I think Brittany kind of like jumped in a little bit when I was trying to clarify the hotel bar thing. What the fuck? Okay. The hotel bar. <laughs> so here's the thing with the hotel bar. Yes, it looks like a hookup if you did a hookup, but the goal is to learn how to have conversations and learn what you like. 
So the more conversations you have with the, you know, whatever you're looking for, the better you are and you become this bit of a ninja. Right. You know, with no, the conversation. Omar, I and actually agreed with you and thought so, that that was a great way to start yeah, learning how to talk. And, to and the thing is, like, people are usually traveling. And, yes, you're going to have some people that do want to hook up. But you, 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 you're your own boss. You know what I mean? You go or you don't. You know what I mean? You don't have to hook up with people. But people are a little bit more wanting to be chatty. And you yeah. want to get to a situation where you can chat because, like you said, like, people are just emailing back and forth. Through apps, they're not taking any action, and you want that interaction. The best way to do it is go where someone's more open and, and conversational. So, and Omar, you, gonna, are sorry. you saying are you saying that the hotel bar is kind of like a Toastmasters, where like you learn to think on your feet and shit? Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like a, 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 a pickup game. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, if, you, if mm. you you know you go and you sit on the bench and you play a bunch of random ass games so that you can get better at playing basketball. Man, on, so I can, I can understand something. that. No, I, can, I, 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 I didn't see it that way before. No, that's when the you best way, it, but because you're the getting best good at how you're commu- uh, communicating with people. The best conversations I've ever had okay. in my entire life were at hotel bars. Mm. People okay. are a lot more well-versed, well-traveled, mm. okay. and they typically want to have conversations. And you now, need Omar. to learn. Because mm. yes. they're, they're also not there with their entire friends. They're Hold probably on. there right. alone, which means wait, wait, you have wait, them sequestered wait, wait, wait. and you can get their attention. Exactly. Brittany, Brittany, before you, before you jump strategy. in to, to talk about your side of it real quick, Omar, this young lady happens to live in Chicago. Do you mm. have recommendations on hotel bars that mm. happen to be ones that are conducive to like communication and being chatty because some look like hookup spots others are <laughs> others are more like loungy and and kind of i would say i would say anything over four stars you should be okay mm. okay 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 listen i don't know about y'all but that's some creepy ass shit okay <laughs> if i'm traveling to another city and let's just say i don't know i'm in atlanta or whatever and i'm in the hotel bar of the hotel that i'm staying in and I randomly kick up a conversation with somebody at the bar. And I find out that they're a local. It's like, why are you in the hotel bar? What brings you here? And if you just say to me, oh, because I like to just come to the hotel bar, because what? Maybe to you have like a the drink. cocktails To have there. a drink. Yeah. There's a million I like different the ways. Why do you think they have? Like I used to live at the Wit. I used okay. to live at the Wit. Like every like, dope bar in Chicago is a hotel bar. So okay. like that's why it you're there because I don't because I don't want to go to Reds. <laughs> that's why <laughs> Reds is Wick, a lovely it. establishment. It I mean it is, but I, I ain't gonna get fly to go to Reds. I feel targeted as a tourist in that situation at that no. time. If you go in there to have a drink, I'm about to get taken. You can go there. You can have a conversation with the bartender. Or you can take. You got you got a room. The, the thing oh, is here. Wow. The thing okay. is here, Brittany, so, is don't miss the overall goal. Like you could do this anywhere, but go somewhere where you can flex that and you can have those conversations. The hotel bar was just more. me being practical, saying like, right. here's someplace I know people love to chat. And you mm. don't have to feel forced yeah, because it's not like ten people children. there. You know, as people to use get away a, from their families yeah. and they get all these problems. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, a lot of people are there on business. No, no, but 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 to your Girl. point though, Omar, they're also transient, which means right. like, okay, so we have a great conversation. I don't feel the need to to commit to this exactly. because tomorrow they leave. Right. So now I don't have a dude that's blowing me up like, hey, you want to come and let's let's go get something to eat tomorrow. No, I'm nigga, gonna tell you something. Now you're back in Toronto. I'm gonna tell you something. That'll still happen. There's a there's Toronto. There's a you know. There's a lot of women, you know, to the to this to the person that wrote in. You know, there's a lot of women 
that that have a hard time communicating. And all I'm saying is you have to get better at it to where you become right, like this ninja right, with it. And right. you can walk into any situation and you can seduce someone with your mind. A lot of women can't do that. And, and I remember uh, uh, a guy who's a psychologist, he has a dating service. And he was like, hey, I need you to go out with these women and I want you to tell me what are they doing wrong because they're extremely wealthy and they just can't seem to get a dude. And he's like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to coach them at their age to be better with the conversation. Mm. Like they've been so limited in their life with conversation that they don't really know how to seduce a guy with their mind. And they're so focused on, oh, I got the fake tits. I got the fake lips. You know what I mean? Mm. This is what guys want. And it's like, not necessarily. The guy that you want wants that. So you have to now have to learn how to seduce a guy with your mind. Okay. All I'm saying is a hotel bar is extremely suggestive. If you want to do that... If you want to do that, I get where you're coming from. So it's where should true. they go, Brittany? Since I gave some practical information, <laughs> let's hear your let's hear your advice. Since my my I advice could, is is shitty, let's hear yours. I don't think that it's any one particular place that they can go. But no, All we I'm want practical is, advice. Where should they go? It's practical advice. All I'm saying is be open to conversation from from everyone. I don't think that you need to position yourself at a hotel bar or at you know, a gas station or wherever the fuck motherfuckers <laughs> a <gas> people. Station? <laughs> Just I'm because <laughs> you met that guy at the gas station trying to pick you up doesn't mean every girl like, want to be picked up name? at a what gas was station. Name? What was that nigga we, name, we keep man? forgetting. We keep even forgetting Mr. Big. Name, right, right. I can't this nigga Some name, shit man. like that. Yeah. But all I'm saying is just be open to communication across the board. You might meet a mother... You might, a motherfucker. You might meet a nigga. <laughs> like a motherfucker. You, you might, might meet a nigga. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> at the airport. Shit. You might meet him anywhere. All I'm saying is we what we tend to do as women is we get into a routine where we're very standoffish. We give off that don't fuck with me vibe. That resting bitch face is real, okay? So all I'm saying is What if that's a normal face? Then that's fucked up. So you agree with the guys that say you should smile more. I think that I I think that if you're if you're you're too pretty to be looking angry. Right, right. I think that if you're looking for companionship and you're looking to meet new people, then baby, fix your face. You can't walk around looking like something's wrong with you all day. And that's just being real. And that's not some shit that you should be feeling a certain type of way with because somebody say, uh, you should smile more. Maybe you should. Mm. I'm just saying Uh -uh. that could be the root of a lot of your issues why you feel like People don't approach you. But what or if they're not that you're person? What if they don't have that people? look? Then Brittany. you're going to have a hard time meeting people. And but that's what just if the they real... just have a hard time meeting people? When you get up in age, it's harder to meet people. It is. And that's what that's it, what she I don't understand. What do you I'm a, mean? Well, I'm a challenge when it that comes in the down moment. To, but you were about to say something? When it comes down to like just being open to communicating with people. Like it's a, it's a very big difference. Like when you visit certain places... You have some places that you go to where you could be just walking out of the hotel or walking into the gas station or gross. I don't know why I keep saying gas station. Grocery <laughs> store or wherever. And people are so conversational. Hi, how you doing? Like, have a great day and so forth or whatever. And then I find that I'm that way. Like, I'll make a comment about anything to a stranger. But I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with communicating with people I don't know. And kicking up a conversation and taking the risk of this motherfucker may not reply to me. 
And that's happened many of times where I've been standing in line somewhere having a whole conversation by myself because the bitch in front of me didn't say nothing back. (laughs) But I'm comfortable in that element, in that environment. There are some people that aren't. And there are some people that cut off a lot of conversation and a lot of interaction just off of their appearance and how they look, how their face is all turned up. I'm not going to talk to nobody that's walking around looking like a goddamn, like something's wrong with them either. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's just something to be conscious about. Like... I'm not saying give in to everybody that says something to you, so, but just be conscious about so it. So you think a 40-something-year-old woman is is in a situation where dudes are, like, constantly just coming at her? What I'm saying she's is— She's obviously trying to position herself. What I'm saying is— For guys to come at her. So she's like, how do I do that? The dating apps are shit. Right. What so I'm, the overall goal would be— To sit in a hotel bar. No. You think somebody going to say something to her in a hotel bar just because she's sitting there? Don't the you goal, need to engage in some type yeah, of conversation? Like you can get a lot more people to have conversations. The thing is, it's not about dating. It's or not. Or picking up a date. No, it's, it's not. It's about having conversations. It's about being and open to communicate people. with people. Right, you catch more Be- people. People don't usually just start randomly talking to people in grocery stores. No, you really do have to just start randomly talking to a person. That's, That's weird. what I'm saying. It's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. You at Trader Joe's and yeah. Brittany like, I got the mac and cheese as well. <laughs> <laughs> and no. they're like, good for you. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, it's a situation where if you see somebody and you, and, and it's not that I'm out looking to talk to Tell people, me how you talk that, to people, Brittany. What? I could be standing in line at Trader Joe's and I'll see some shit. And I promise you, I've done this. I just did this like two days ago. I was standing in line at Jewel, right? And I'm standing there holding my basket and I'm like playing on my phone. I, I'm on group me, just doing me, right? And this bitch walks by and she's like missing a sock, right? But she's got, she's got these ankle pants on with one sock, no other sock. And she just looked real flustered. Like she just jumped out of bed. So the chick in front of me, I noticed she was looking at the bitch at the same time. Then I was looking at her and I said, damn, I guess her morning was rough. And we just died laughing. And from that, me and her started a conversation until I was like, all right, girl, have a great day. See you later. And now, was just, this a Trader okay, Joe's or a Walmart? This was a Jewel Osco. Okay. But all I'm saying is situations like that, there's all types of ways to kick up a conversation if you're a conversational person. If you're not, then that's just something you have to deal with in any element. And I think you element. have to practice. I think you have to practice. But it you're makes still perfect. sitting in I'll a hotel a bar story. waiting on someone to talk to you is uh, uh, going to have the same. But I think uh, it, 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 it opens you up. Like people engage you more. And, and force you to open up because people at hotel bars are fucking chatty period especially after a cocktail or two get into them i don't think so well what's the one you go to the sportsman i don't know if that's a good <laughs> example. Look, can we can we move but, on from the hotel on, bar conversation hold up, yeah but I, I have a funny story this girl i work with right or or work with she she this girl told her she met her husband when he was driving uber and this girl was desperate to get a date so why does she start driving Uber? What? Trying to pick up dudes. Okay, that's Get not that's not how that's you do it. True story. <laughs> no, she was like trying to look. She wanted to get married. No, 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 no. She wanted people he that pay for it. He paid for the ride. 
He right. paid for the ride. He got some coochie so on the side. So she thought she would find. <laughs> that's what that is. So she paid thought, for the ride, get some coochie on the side. Right. So the funny story is she did this for like six She's months. She's not getting tips and shit. $300 tips. Right. Uber looking at that shit like, why did this motherfucker give me But the thing is, tip? she did this for six months thinking she was going to meet Mr. Right. Like, it. so the, it's, it's, it's. Not on the Uber This pool. is a practical, no. it's a practical question. Like how, to, and it's usually women, right? Because yeah. let's be honest, men are shit. There's a lot of shitty dudes out here. And it's very few of us good guys. It's me and a couple other guys. I was just about to say, wait a minute, you're including yourself in this oh, shit? Totally Absolutely. Yes, he is. Ladies. Well, okay, so, ladies. so, no, so here's, here's my deal. And, and uh, Isaac, hold I'm on. Sorry, go for before, it. before you get started, because the only reason that I, I'm reaching out to you specifically is because I remember someone over the age of 50 who wrote into us a couple of years ago. Um, okay. asking for advice on how to meet people. So you can say the point that you want to make, but I do want to add some value to this particular listener. Um, okay. So if you, if I don't know if you remember that particular inquiry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. I don't remember what I said, but, oh, but I do well, remember it. Shit. Though. All right. Well, never mind then, because that was. Oh, no, 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 no. I just remember but, it being but pretty I'm valuable. Pretty certain what that, I'm pretty certain that 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 what I said then is probably somewhere on par with what I'm about to say now, because okay. I I look at it generally the same way, which okay. is that I think one of the biggest issues that we sometimes do, especially when it comes to dating, is it is the whole search part, right? Like it is the whole constantly feeling like we need to be hunting for something you know and one thing that i've noticed about people is that when you are being the person that you're supposed to be you draw towards you the people that you're supposed to have around you right like so you know the biggest issue that happens when you say to yourself uh let me okay yeah all right i want to date so i gotta go out somewhere where people who want to date are looking to you know like 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 i got invited to some crap a couple of uh i shouldn't call it crap no. um i got invited to an event uh recently and i was gonna go because person that invited me i was like oh man she hella cool you know what i'm saying and so i looked at it didn't realize it was a singles event and it was a singles masquerade event right and so i'm sitting there and i'm looking at it, i'm like you know what this i would love to be a fly on the wall in there to just see how absurd this is going to be but there's no way that I would want to go there. You know what I'm saying? Because what you're going to have is a major thirst trap, right? Like, because everybody's walking in with this incessant need to feel like, oh, my God, I need to get chose or I need to choose, right? Like, you're going to feel an, an, an exaggerated amount of pressure in that moment because our purpose here is to find someone. But what if the person that you're supposed to be with isn't there, right? But you still feel this incessant need to, like, be talking to people. And that's generally not how, or at least what I've known in my life, most chemistry situations to occur, right? Why don't you do the things that you love to do and use those as springboards to meet people that have similar interests? So don't go to bars. Don't go this. Don't go that. Like, what are your hobbies? What are the what, what's the shit that you like to do? Right. A moment ago, we brought up um, Toastmasters. Right. If you're a speaker and you're in Toastmasters, who's who? Who else is here in Toastmasters? If you're involved in some social organization for some cause that you are are connected with, who's here? That's the dating pool. Don't don't go somewhere artificially looking to find Mister Right because what you get are a bunch of other people who are just as needy. Who, who who also are on the prowl trying to look 
to artificially connect with someone and that shit can be dangerous as fuck you go to a singles event what you generally have are a bunch of people who are needy or and, and what i mean by needy i don't mean needy in a sense of they're going to be needy in a relationship but just i have a need and i came here because i have this directive that i need to accomplish right and so w- you know, the reason I didn't go there is because I was like, you know what? Had this just been like a mixer or a social, let everybody come and then let them figure that shit out on their own. Right. Like you're sitting at a bar and you just chop it up with someone. Maybe y'all not going to date. Maybe y'all just going to be good friends. But the moment you go to a singles masquerade, I can't just have a regular conversation with you because success at this moment means I've crossed the finish line. And we're in a relationship that's moving towards marriage. And, 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 and to the point that Omar was making, like the hotel bar, the reason he was saying the hotel bar is because he was saying that it's noncommittal. Like it, it's, 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 it's released from any type of um, expectation, right? Or, or obligation of feeling like, you know, I've, we've all been to um, the little singles, you know, a speed dating and, you know, at the end of the night, they're like, all right, right. Mix, mix the people that you like or whatever. And, you know, yeah, we're going to make the connections for you. And so, yeah, I like three people, three people like me. But at that point, you then feel this pressure of, oh, shit, well, am I supposed to reach out to them? Do I have to reach out to all of them? And it's like, nah, sometimes in life, you just allow situations to kind of come to you in your everyday living right like so that's that's that would be the advice that i would give is one take a pause don't feel this accelerated pressure that you have to go out and look for love you don't look for love nine times out of ten you can look for sex and that's what tinder is that's what those dating apps are because those are people that they're looking for sex love finds you you can't you can't hunt love you, if, if love is what you want, you cannot hunt love down. Love finds you. And it normally happens when you're not looking for it. So, like, if what love will always win in the end. Love will always win in the end. It will. It will. And if you don't have a man, you got a hand. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And that's sure real. Do. No, I, I I appreciate you guys chiming in on that. And I appreciate her for, for writing in. But we're talking about fighting today. Uh-oh. So, uh, let's talk about couples who never fight. <laughs> is there a such thing uh apparently <laughs> so do you have any research or data behind it? right, right. I, I, Support I, I this. where are you going with this casey where right. are you going with this? all right so listen according to dr summer therapist and social worker in pittsburgh if you never fight then nobody's home Trouble in relationships is always about the extremes. It's just as problematic as fighting all the time because both lack respect for two people. Often couples arrive in my office surprised to be there because, quote, we never fight. Mm. Never fighting means somebody feels invisible. Fighting means both people matter. It's why the founding fathers set up Congress the way they did to encourage and nurture the greater truths which emerge from the messiness of fighting. Fighting over petty matters often mean there are larger unacknowledged truths truths underneath it's worth digging around for patterns and themes to head towards problem solving of course valuable fighting doesn't mean fighting constantly either fighting all the time is just as unproductive as as not fighting at all um so this is a little bit putting Brittany on the spot 
Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Um, and this is not Brittany, to- you on deck. <laughs> <laughs> this is not to say that you don't fight, because that was just a, a little pre-information on, on some of this. But um Oh, I could tell Brittany fight. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, maybe not now, but I'm just, she looked like a fighter. She looked like somebody that if she don't like what you doing or you got to say, and what, she going to deal. Words. Like what I acknowledge about Brittany and about my other friends is they share, we all share with each other what we want the other friends to know about our, our um, relationships. So we're not the most forthcoming about what's happening inside of our relationships, which I actually think is really healthy because you know, sharing too much shit, that's none of your friend's business. It's nobody else's business. It really should stay between your friends. However, um, on occasion, we will bring up some things. And I do wonder if there are people who do some of these things, but more to the extreme. And uh, I just wanted to dig into it a little, a little bit. So you're a friend of mine who I know goes above and beyond to please your man. Mm-hmm. Um, while it's admirable, and I think men would love to have a woman like you, you know, for instance, she just went all out for her man's birthday. It was really sweet, some of the surprises that she had planned for him. Yeah. Um, but is this constant affection? Was really? she eating ass? You know uh, what? I'm sorry. She did not got, share that. He got Wait. that ass eating that night. That's what that yeah, was. She went above the booty like groceries. Yeah. Wait a minute. The Harry Highway. She hit the Harry Highway? Oh my, is that what you did? You hit the Harry Highway for him, didn't you? I did you not pleased eat ass. him. You did put the little run the finger up the Harry Highway. We That's talked about the Harry him. Highway. Oh my, oh my gave y'all advice. You, you run advice. that finger down there. I'm sorry, Casey. No, it's okay. It's okay. But a couple of questions. So for one, is the constant affection realistic? Um, and do you talk about the things that truly bother you or avoid them in attempt to not shake up the lovey-doveyness that you constantly feel with him? Okay, great question. Because I was actually going to say, let's define fight. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm not. I'm not the dramatic type. So I'm not the one to raise my voice in an argument. I feel like the hollering and screaming take away from the problem and if you do all of that, then you won't really get to the bottom of the issue. Like, you really won't solve that anything. really hard to believe. I don't know. I look at you and I feel like you're somebody that'll grab a butcher knife. What <laughs> <laughs> an argument. I don't, you just, no. you she, give me that evolved. feeling. Like, right, Maybe right. she no. grabbed a butcher knife in 2009. In right. You did? You grabbed a butcher knife. See? <laughs> yeah. But no. I know you would. Like, you seem like the type, like, you would fight over a loose square. Right? <laughs> That's I don't ignorant. smoke. And the last drop of Hennessy. <laughs> you're like, oh, so you're going to dink the last drop of Hennessy after you didn't put nothing on it <laughs> and you grab the butcher knife. Okay, no. So, um. No, I have you wrong. Okay, I have you got you. me pegged wrong. I'm yes. sorry. Okay, so to answer your question, the, um, is it real? Do you like to taste the hot dog water? <laughs> Stop. Omar, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, we back. Just. Random question. <laughs> we bet. Dog water. <laughs> I don't even eat hot dogs. I don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> my bad. It just ran out. I don't know. It just came to my mind. Okay. Please continue. No. Um, is, it, is it realistic, the constant um, affection you ask? Yes. Okay. Um, It just kind of depends on, on who you are. Like, it's not something that... That we give each other like 24-7 every day of the week. But it is something that's a big part of our relationship. I really like being super affectionate and super like in the mood and super sweet. 
Uh, one of the things I've learned over past failed relationships is that when you stop letting the other person know how important they are to you, each person kind of gets into this routine and into this kind of space where it's like, oh, it just is just kind of what we're doing. I don't really feel anything that's kind of motivating me from day to day. You know, at least I know how I feel. So it's something that's been working for us. Um, it's been going for a while, <laughs> actually. Casey, are you going to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> As Isaac was saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I am not. Thank you very it much. Sounds like you're using the toilet, <laughs> my nigga. Like, <laughs> or like, or like, or like, like, or like cooking urinal? grease, or cooking <laughs> grease. And she's about to fry something. It sounds like when you got the oil heating up and you about to put. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. This is yeah. the best podcast ever. <laughs> Go ahead, Brittany. I'm sorry about that. She is over there. She was, I, I, I can tell she was moving blinds and shit. I'm like, all right. right. No, just it sounds like blinds. the toilet at, at the Cub Stadium <laughs> where it's right. like 12 <laughs> urinals like pushed together and everyone's it just did. peeing I'm in like it at the same time. No. Like, is she at a stadium bathroom? Like, <laughs> She recording on location and shit. Right. <laughs> Casey, Casey is running errands while we were going the podcast. Right, right. She's I like, this doing, sounds interesting. Keep going. I am doing a lot of things. I apologize. So, oh, Lord. Okay, so, yeah. So, showing each other, like, the constant. It's not constant. I just want to say something that is just something that we're, um, we think about with each other. Okay. And it doesn't get old. It's actually pretty refreshing to hear, you know, at, from... Time and you know, time over time, like you know, okay, I'm appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, your second question, what was that? Well, let me give you an example. We did talk about an issue that you guys had, and I remember one of our friends saying, "Girl, just give him some head, and you know, it'll be fine." Like, right. do you actually talk about the underlying issues or hash it out? Like, do you do you dig into them, or are you a little bit concerned well, about? Okay. Yeah, most of I'm, I'm telling you, and this just comes from work. Like I said, my past failed relationships have taught me a lot. They've taught me to be direct. They've taught me to ask for what I want. It, it's not a demand. Like, I, I hear women say that all the time, like, demand respect, demand this, demand. No, motherfucker. Look, either you're going to do this shit or not. I don't have mm-hmm. to demand it. Either it's going to be something that you want to do or I'm going to move on because you don't want to do it with me. That means you want to do it with someone else. That's totally fine. Just don't drag me along in this stupid-ass process. So when it comes down to issues we may have or uh, confusions, I like to call them. You're a little confused. <laughs> Are you? Okay. Let's address it. And we, we talk Confucius about it. Confucius say. Confucius, mm. right. Okay. We talk about it. We're very direct with each other. Um, and it's, it's, so the communication is open. Yes, it has to be. And you don't be. hold anything back. Hell No. Because if you do, I'm trying to tell you just from experience, you fuck around, wake up, and you be the confused one because mm. that other motherfucker that made moves without your ass. And now you trying to sit here and figure out where you went wrong and you want to point the finger at everybody. But realistically, you really kind of need to look at you because you lost sight of what was important. Like you got afraid to speak. You got afraid to say, hey, I don't like this. Do you feel like you treat him like a king and in return he treats you like queen? Do you feel like that works in a relationship? Yes. So what I giveth, I must receiveth. Okay. (laughs) This is fucking for real. Like, ain't no I giveth and hope to God you figure it out and give it back. 
No, I'm leading by example. That shit they told you in high school, treat others how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. That's fucking for real. If I treat you and put you up on this pedestal, I expect the fucking same thing in fucking return. So you want your booty ate too. Motherfucker, <laughs> if we're eating ass. <laughs> if we're out here eating like, ass. Hey, but how you do that? Because I know, I, you know, I've successfully done a 69. I don't know how two You've people can eat booty before. If you've done a 69. No, no, no. But it's I'm a saying lot no. of, oh, It's a lot no, of yoga. True. If you're I in a yoga, like a, you can make it work. That's ass. Can we both eat ass at the same time? We can. No, that's that's what I'm saying. If she's tall that, enough, she can. She can lean. If you can, if you can contort, you're like a contortionist, right? What do they call him? A contortionist. So, so have you guys been in situations where you're fighting on a regular basis? Nope. And it's going on like almost four years now. Okay, we have not fought. And what's crazy is it freaked me out at first because I was like, "Uh uh-oh, something's going to happen. Right. So, (laughs) and then I had to, I had to say, okay, no, bitch, stop being that bitch. Right. You know, where nothing's wrong, but you create a situation, you create, you know, like anger, you know, just off of being paranoid. Mm -hmm. So I had to pull it back and just let shit go. And yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say to you, we haven't had issues that needed to be discussed. Sure. Most definitely. We've had situations that needed a nice good talking to. Pour up some jack. Let's sit down and have a conversation. That's how you And that's really hell yeah. Hey, who grabbing a bottle? You gonna grab the bottle? Okay, great. Oh shit, y'all get drunk and have these uh conversations, my nigga. They go in the court. They go in the court for real, huh? We have a real conversation. If if, if we try to say, Oh, let me sit down with my boo and drink. And then the police actually listen, (laughs) that actually is. I'm glad you guys showed up. No, no, no. If you're not getting scummy, I was about to kill this bitch. (laughs) If you're not if you're not getting scummy, that may be ideal. Because the truth is gonna come out. Most definitely get this it takes it takes the it takes the tension out of the it's conversation just different type of liquor because drinkers, no. because i get a little louder when i get some no, alcohol you wouldn't, in my though. system think about i when think about when you're system. having no 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 think about when you're having a business conversation right and you're mm-hmm. sitting at a table across from a fellow businessman and you're talking about business over jack neat with a water back right you don't get loud. You sit just like how you sitting right now. Sometimes you, you give do, me though. The same sometimes look, you do. And you talk about business, right? Business right. sometimes get fucking heated. Right. But if you're doing the same with your partner, it takes the tension out the conversation where everybody's ready to start clapping. Y'all can be you real. You know, just bitch. like tequila tails. They be a little funny style in the early point. Right, we, but we then get it some gets of that real. oil in their system, and then it all of a sudden they like. So I told this nigga, <laughs> you know, you like that's what I was <laughs> waiting I was for. for. Now, now I, we can I be entertaining. Now it gets entertaining. <laughs> yes. yes, and so it takes attention out the conversation, and then also we're able to be um, real with each other. And after a while, it gets to a point where if you had any reservations to what you were saying. To me, in the beginning of this conversation, mm, you about to tell you me the about truth to now. tell me everything because so in other being, words, he may wake up the next morning and be like, "Fuck, what I tell all that shit." <laughs> she got me drunk, and she got and, me and drunk. Gave me the, the truth serum, <laughs> right? Like, baby, 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 listen, listen. He's like, listen, I didn't if know it was a man. Wanna, if you want to date other women, just let me know. It's okay. <laughs> We'll figure it out. And he just starts like, yeah, man, I'm saying, I mean, because, you know, you know Keisha with the titties at work, yeah. you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah. But you listening so to shit. But See, no, Brittany be trying to trick that me. That nigga wake up, that nigga no. wake up all her shit packed. I know. 
Who the tape. fuck is Keisha? She <laughs> <laughs> wake up my head with the phone. <laughs> that shit happened to me. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Nothing yes, like being did. woke up yes, with your did. phone cracking Nigga, you in the head. It was fucked up. And it was. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. She was drunk and. And I remember. That. I was not messing with this. It's one of my like really good friends. Yep. <laughs> she just hated our text messages and our relationship. <laughs> no. And I'm like, you waking me up. No. His was crazy, y'all. I was there that night. Oh my we God. went out. We went out the night before, and we got hammered. So you know, oh, was like, Ike, man, I don't want you driving back to the south side, man. Just go and crash in the guest room. I'm like, cool. I I'm I'm sitting there and I hear this shit. It sound like this. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I kind of have woke up because I'm still hammered, and actually, that was the day. I I don't I don't even know if I knew you guys at this point. Uh, I I I was. Let me tell you how hammered I was. Um, I, I had to run to the car to get something, right? And you know, uh, uh, Omar had um, when you when you went out the side door, you would go down these stairs. And, and, and you had to go down some stairs. Then it was like this walkway. Then you had to go up some stairs. So me just, you know, being spry, I just hopped down a few stairs and I jumped and mistook how many stairs were supposed to be there. <laughs> face planted on the walkway. Pow, oh, yeah, I remember that. Wow, right? Now, to this day, I'm still glad because I could have like fucked up my fronts. <laughs> like if I had to like hit teeth, I would have had all this shit. You fucked did up. get a little scraped up. Oh, oh did, did I get scraped up, bro? I yeah. look like the Joker. Oh yeah. man, I had I had a bruise <laughs> all up the side of my cheek. Right? I still got the picture. <laughs> I'ma post it on the podcast. Hope you good. I got And that's the reason why we don't drink day. Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Man, to this listen, day. Listen. We stay away from Jameson. Listen, listen, it was y'all. a dark listen, night. Y'all. Listen, the y'all. devil was working that <laughs> listen. Face planted. Got up, got the shit out the car, go back, laid, and I looked at the shit, and I was like, you know, maybe it's just a bruise. I wake up the next morning, so I heard all the commotion and shit, and I'm like, oh shit, what happened? You know, so she leaves, she mad and shit, and and I look at my shit the next morning. I'm like, this shit, how am I gonna explain this shit at work? You know, and I'm gonna look is, like one of these motherfuckers I, I serve, and and you know, yeah, you put my business in my oh, man, really that shit was all up there, yo. <laughs> Took, took like two weeks to heal, though. That's so funny. Took two weeks to heal. You can't what see the scar. I thought my shit was going to be fucked up for me. I was like, man, that I'm about was to a, look like a nigga from the wire. That was a dark night. Like, oh, it was a dark night. It was a dark night for <laughs> it, everybody. It was spirits. For everybody. And, man, listen. <laughs> really bad. Yeah, That's yeah. So funny. I do remember that, though. Did, did that. either of you ever, have any of you ever been in um, relationships where you guys were fighting all the time? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. never oh, yeah. experienced that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh-uh. And that's why I don't do it now, right? Okay. Like, because, and, and, and I won't you say the name. You got it out your system. Bro, <laughs> my, nigga, my nigga, oh, when I say I got out of my system, I got out of my system at the age of, like, 21 to 23. Like, one of these days, I won't share it now, but let, let, let's just say that this relationship could have changed me. Like, because there were a few moments where... I, 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 the thought of putting my hands on a woman makes, makes my stomach hurt. Oh, oh, I probably told you this one. The car situation. Yes. So I told you that (laughs) shit. This was the one time I didn't put my hands on her, but I had her ass hammed up because (laughs) 
she almost crashed the whip wilding out on me nah. driving down, you know, uh, uh, 75, 85 and shit. Like we almost lost our lives that day. And I had to literally take her arm and pin her up against the passenger side. And so when I pulled off on Lennox Road, I literally put the par, uh, the, the car in park and I told her, I was like, what the fuck are you going to do? Mm. I was like, I, cause I, I was so enraged at the fact that I almost hit a car next to me and, and we was about to get fucked up that at that point I, I like, and I think she saw it in my eyes. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was acting crazy. I don't know why bitches but think I that was shit legit. Is I promise no. y'all. I, and so that shit happened to me, man. I had a bitch crazy. grab the steering wheel. I that's crazy the yep, you did. as hell. Yep. We yep. had. Wasn't that the Green Dolphin? It was one of those clubs. My buddy threw a party for me when I was like in the music. Yep, I remember this. And you know there were a lot of record labels there, and there was a lot of girls there, and a lot of girls were coming up to me, like kind of flirty, just like, "Hey, loved your song, whatever." Blah blah. And I'm like, "Oh, thanks, whatever." And the girl I was with she was super jealous. She was the reason why I left the modeling industry. Like when I worked for the modeling company, I left. Because she was jealous of the girl. So I was like, all right, I'll quit. I'll find something else to do. Did that for her. Then we do this thing. We're driving back from the party. I'm doing about 70, 80 or 90. She's like, well, is this the life you're trying to live? Like with these bitches hanging around you? And who was that bitch that came up from Def Jam? And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like that they're they're networking like and she just like well you want those bitches and she just grabs the steering wheel we go right into the divide at 70 some miles an hour are you Mm -hmm. kidding me yeah Mm -mm. are you kidding me i'm just glad you're alive my dude oh my god like she grabs and we went right into that bitch and it was a car like a truck that was behind us and he was like oh my god like I, I was right behind you guys, and he was just like, get in, and he like drops us off. But there, I was, Are you kidding me? What did you say to her motherfucking ass? I, we broke up. I went into like this huge depression. I didn't come mm. out of the house for like two weeks. Damn. Like, I was like, fuck Yeah, because you could have fucking died. Oh, well, I, didn't, I didn't realize you had this, any feelings of any kind, so. Um. Not anymore. They all died a <laughs> day in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this bitch still alive? Oh, yeah. Is she still alive, alive girl? Yeah, because she's suicidal, crazy-ass bitch. Yeah, Why would you be in the car <laughs> crazy and grab at 70, 80 miles an hour, she grab the fucking crazy. steering wheel? She's crazy. Yeah, That shit is not cute. No, I hope she don't have kids. Oh, she has kids. That's fucked and up. And she's married. That's fucked up. Uh-oh. Maybe she's grown, Brittany. Maybe she's yeah, grown. I think she's grown since she's then. probably a lot better. Um, but right. ain't nothing like a good fight, though, if that's your asking, Casey. Oh, well, <laughs> but, but, okay, but question for y'all, though. Yeah. Like, okay, so I, I l- let me tell y'all who I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you all see these movies where, like, two people are sitting there, they're looking eye to eye, one person slaps one person, the other person slaps the <laughs> other person, they look at each other, and then they just start kissing passionately and start that's fucking. Stupid. That's not me. No, if we neither. fighting, my libido is dead. I'm not oh, the nigga that's like, that? oh, let's fight and fuck. You don't do that? Nah. <laughs> that's where nah. you find passion. Nah. <laughs> no. That's not me. That's not me. If we no. fighting, that's why I'm like, nine times out of ten, no, nine times out of ten, if I'm in a relationship, we got to work this shit out so I can get to sleep. No. Right. So, so nigga, this ain't, nobody, ain't nobody about to go to bed. We about to talk this shit out. There's, you, there's maybe one or two times in life where we had to sleep on beef where it was something that was deep-seated in both of us and we weren't ready to budge. And I was like, bitch, I'm tired. But nine <laughs> times out of ten, 
that's a conversation. Oh, I'm going to talk your ass to sleep then. Cause I can't go to sleep till I get my motherfucking point out. You believe it. It like no you gotta get your on. point out before you go to bed. Yeah, I, let me yeah. question: Do you do you like donkey punching people? Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening no. to the radio once. <laughs> and this girl <laughs> said, "Do you like like it's a thing to do?" No, all the time. Oh, I guess randomly. No, I guess there are guys that like donkey punching women, like right before they're about the climax, because they say it's the best climax you're gonna have. No, it's not the so this girl. Yeah, no. So this girl was like, she was into it, and she got this guy who was really into it, but she was like. She had to break up with him because he would randomly donkey punch her when they're not having sex. And she's like, one day she was in the shower and he just came in and donkey punched her. And she woke up. Omar. And she was late for work. What is donkey punching? Why don't you explain it? Oh, it's when you punch someone in the back of their head. In the head. back of their head. Stop And it. you knock them out. So Stop she was like, this it. dude would just like randomly like donkey punch her, then leave her. Oh my god! Listen, that if is, a dude if a dude punches you anywhere, that's fucking domestic violence. Like, but see, he was talking like about it, during though. sex. Some women like some it. people like to be choked. They yeah, do. Some people like You're to right. be choked. You're right. No, I you did. know what? When I was young, I was really big into hair pulling. Uh, a, a lot of people were into hair pulling. I don't know why look, it was weird. Look, I'm not Brittany into it anymore. Brittany got this expression and shit. I was about to say, that's because you be dating <laughs> the white Brittany. girls and shit. <laughs> Ain't no sense. Oh. Well. <laughs> you pull no, that hair and they might come with you. The black that girls I dated had real hair. The black girls I dated had real hair. <laughs> my hair is real. But, nigga, don't pull my shit well, you out. Well, you wear a do-rack to big, don't you? So it's <laughs> oh, shit. Do you? Do you? Do you I try to, I try I to take all my hair-covered items off while I'm having sex. And then put them back uh, on before I go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Is that a thing? So in other anymore? words, you look like Aunt Jemima when you finally lay it down. Is what you oh, for she sure. like makeup off. She like <laughs> so, makeup off, do rag on. <laughs> yeah. No she eyebrows. Looking like Tupac. No eyebrows. Listen, listen. <laughs> Just if surprised you want, the whole time. If you <laughs> want me to look fly tomorrow, you will get over it. <laughs> Uh, right. Uh, uh, you will get up. Boy, y'all black women, boy. You're like, I gotta go take my makeup special. off. Just like, no, just leave it on. So it just kind of depends on the night. Like, I sometimes it's a 50 50 with me. Oh, sometimes depending I on the night, bed. I might wear that shit and we still having sex. Oh, girl, no. Please. <laughs> we that, doing no, it. He's not. Nope. No. <laughs> head feel a little different when you don't have a do rag on. Oh, I'm not giving head with the do rag on, but you we feel like might you fuck real quick. Your homeboy. In a prison shower. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I wear a prison shower. You just transported the eyes. Out of BC. This out of BC. You're like, can you take that off? This weird. And I hate when girls pin their hair up. Like, take that shit down. <laughs> I need to see that hair flying everywhere. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Right. They supposed to do like what uh, what they do in, in like in the movies like, they take y'all, it out. Y'all watch they spin TV. their head. This you know, is yeah. fucked up. You got to see this reenactment. Hell yeah. I, I take that shit do down. I'm like take that shit down. I need that <laughs> hair to fall. <laughs> I don't want it pinned up. I feel like I'm fucking a dude. Like take that shit down. <laughs> You, Why you, you get your bra? Take that bra. You, take all that you shit off. You are going to let me live my life is what you are going to do. You know, take that shit out. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> Stop it. But psychologists say to avoid makeup sex. Mm. I don't yeah. believe in it. Oh, uh, makeup yeah, sex. Makeup sex. I don't believe in makeup sex. Yeah. Well, they say it's bad news. When I was young, I did. When I, when, I was young. when I was young, I believed in makeup sex. First off, if I'm but mad, don't fucking touch me. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't. Yeah. 
No, and that's I'll the thing. Like, like, I don't know anybody that does it. What if he promised to eat it? the booty? <laughs> She's like, you, you can eat go. my booty, but I ain't, ain't like, getting nothing. Be like, I'm gonna eat now. that booty and get you something to eat. Oh my no. god! He said, "And get but, you something." But the thing, yeah, you guys, and a loose square. Is this Brittany <laughs> going? Brittany no, 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 wait, wait. Is this a a television thing? Because I don't know anybody that really engages in makeup sex like that. Like, no. if we mad, we mad. When I was young, I had a lot of makeup sex. I think as I'm okay. older, I don't have as much sex. So okay, I argue more. Sex. I don't you don't have, have a, as much sex, period. No. Why? It's know. natural. No, it's natural. No, the it's fuck just, it's not. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's just, I don't know about y'all, but as I get older, I get more mm. well, Now, I, I heard... For women. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. I've heard it after is. menopause, uh, women are more horny. Brittany is just a horny No, nympho. no, no, no. Uh, they they say that yeah. women, you guys generally are reaching your, your sexual peaks in your like, early to mid-40s. So We're like, not in like, our early like to mid forties. That's what I'm saying. Nigga. No, but but no, but 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 what, to what Brittany just said that as she gets older, she feels like she wants it more. So okay. I mean, she's not there now, but it's saying she's if she inching a freak now. Right. By the time she gets forty five, she's gonna, she's gonna be, gonna be out there. She's right. Gonna be super she's gonna be a fishnets, black pantyhose, fishnets, and black pantyhose. We're gonna be like, hey, hey, hey! Can you imagine us like? You know, blowing up and shit, and then you know we doing some shit. And we like, God damn, Brittany, really? Do you always gotta have the fucking twins out? <laughs> shit, we I in the church right now. And shit. <laughs> she like, well, I'm just saying. They I, you out know. now. Shit. I feel like my they kid, need my to kid, see my kids. My kids in college. Shutting them down. <laughs> shutting it down. <laughs> my kids in college. I ain't look on the real. These little niggas, I don't care about. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That's well. Interesting. All according to Huff, Huffington Post, all couples fight. Fake however, news. Fake no, news. Okay. Um, <laughs> however, <laughs> successful couples do it differently. Uh, how do they do it? Talk about it. All you right. Well, right. So number Raise one, they voice. don't they don't run from fights. So couples in it for the long haul don't shy away from discussing topics that could just as easily be swept under the rug. They'll ask the big questions, the big scary questions like when, if ever, are we going to have kids? Uh, what are we going to do if you get that job in another state? I don't want to move there. So they don't become bigger issues in the relationship later on. Oh, here's what's funny, right? Mm-hmm. So my guy, if I have an attitude about something, because it's just in my nature to sometimes get a little bit overwhelmed, depending on what I have going on, and it won't have anything to do with him. But he, he may notice it, like I may hand him something and like snatch away. But I'm like in my thoughts though. I'm, it has nothing to do with him. So he'll grab me like, do we need to talk? Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. Is there a problem? You snatch something me, I'll knock you on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm like. I'm joking. <laughs> and then it, it's a, it, it, it hits Bitch, me. Bitch, you better find yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you it lost was, your motherfucking man snatching some shit You better me? sit it'll, her. You better sit right, her. Right. It, it'll hit me like, oh, okay, I am being extra. And I'll be like, nah, we good. We good. I just got a lot on my mind. He'll be like, oh, oh. Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you do. You have to be extremely direct. You seem moody too. Like you seem like you can be <laughs> moody. I can be, and I can see him just like she got one more motherfucking time to try me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not moody because I'm, like I'm that. a grown ass man. But I could be, me I could be, I could be turned up. <laughs> but it just depends on what happens. Like mm-hmm. if there's a lot that hits me at one time, you can tell that mm-hmm. I got something going on. Like something's on my mind or right. something's bothering me. But that's I what I'm saying. You seem like you can, you could be kind of. And then moody. I could be like, yeah, she's passionate. You know, she's and, passionate. and that's pro- and, and what I've realized in relationships like that because I've had them 
all across the spectrum, which is <laughs> from here to Atlanta. yeah, it's, it, it, you know, and it's funny because I don't have a type, right? I don't have a type. Easy, Ray Simone. I don't, I don't have a type, right? Like, <laughs> like. Bad bitches, only right. thing that right. I like. Right, right. right. <laughs> I ain't got no type, no. But um, it's it, it's because within me are a lot of different sides, so it kind of depends upon who my energy is kind of interacting with and like how we're responding, you know. But but I'm 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 very much like that. I I can't do the fights though, mm-hmm. and and so the moment that I start to see that we're having. Like this discord, I'm I'm a very big proponent um, of believing that like if it if it's meant to be, it won't take too much effort. Now I'm not afraid of putting forth effort to overcome certain you know uh, uh, obstacles that we may be facing, but I never forget I was dating this woman one time, and you know it we 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 got into that that caddy shit. And it wasn't me, it was more her. When you that say was, caddy, what does that mean? Like, like, like just give us an example. Tit, tit for tat type shit. You know oh. what I mean? Like, <clears throat> with each other. Yeah, yeah. But, but honestly, it wasn't really me, it was her. Like, oh, we're supposed to go out somewhere, you know, you know, uh, everything was cool. We was laying on the couch. We knew we were supposed to go here at this particular time. And then all of a sudden you want to get up and start rushing. I get up and start taking my time because we're going to a fucking social. I don't I'm 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 not gonna be the first one to show up to your friend's thing. First off, I don't show up first anywhere like that. But secondly, like, I don't show up to my own party. My <laughs> own party's first, goddamn. You're lucky you know if I come like, to that motherfucker. If I come to that shit, right? But like <laughs> the, you know, it that started bothering like every little thing that I would do, like small infractures started bothering her. And I remember I just had to pull it to the side and I was like, yo, is is everything good? I was like, okay, because I don't, I don't do this constant conflict. Like we can talk about certain things, but I, I can't do this. And and if this is our energy, then that's fine. But then that means that we need to scale it back, and we can't just be friends. Like honestly, because I deal with enough stress in my business and in day to day life to have to then deal with stress in my relationships. Right. My relationship right. is supposed to be the vacation exactly. away from this stress. Exactly. Now, I'm not saying we can't have an issue, but I'm saying that if, if, I, 60, if I 70% you, of the time, right. man, and this is an indication that we need to back up and I shit y'all not. What's it I about the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Stop it. <laughs> I, I said that to her, and when I say, like, almost in an instant, she shifted, right? Now, I don't believe that she's, uh, I hope she didn't, because you never know. I don't believe that she started biting her tongue about certain things, but I think, because okay, this is what I told her. I was like, you need to choose your battles because what happens is, is if you start arguing about over the small petty infractions that tomorrow, not two months from now, tomorrow, it meant nothing, then what's going to happen when you really have a serious issue with me? Right. You've exhausted me because every little thing that I do, I'm not going to walk on eggshells with you. And that's what I was saying. Oh, that relationship that I had in my twenties with a car situation happened. We got to that space and it, it turned into this whole codependency type of trap where when I finally got out of that relationship, I promised I'll never go back there again. So I'm not, I'm not afraid of having the fight, but when the majority of our interaction, I, I read a report one time where they said the appropriate balance should be, it was either 90 or 80% good to 10 to 20% like obstacles or bad. You know, it's not even supposed to be 50-50. If you're arguing half of the time with someone, 
that relationship is imbalanced, you all either need to get that shit together or you need to be strong enough to walk the fuck away because life is not supposed to be, especially when it's someone you're dating. I choose to be with you. Mm -hmm. I choose to be with you. I don't don't understand people that act like... I'm supposed to fucking be here. Man. Fuck you and your parents. Man, it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> nigga, no, no, it's, it's not. not. No, it's no. not. Nigga, till a take, take half. The best nigga, take half. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with die this. die early yeah. with the stress. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm the not thing fucking is, doing that. You know, I, I got enough gray hair. A good relationship is just, you know, to me, as someone who understands that I'm the fucking boss of all bosses. <laughs> 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 you know, have my dinner and my breakfast ready. Lay out your breakfast. And lay out my clothes. Okay. And treat me like the king and in return. Okay, that's treat you like the peasant you are. <laughs> I'm the peasant. See? Um one of the points in May was that uh successful couples give each other the benefit of the doubt. Partners are able to have healthy and productive arguments, don't jump to conclusions in the middle of fights. They aren't quick to assume their significant other wants to jump ship and leave them just because he or she is voicing a concern. They keep their insecurities listen and try to give their partner the benefit of the doubt. I think for me, that's been um, vital because when you're, when you know you're with someone who is not holding their own personal insecurities over your head, you know that this, this uh, gripe or whatever it is they're coming to you with is coming from a genuine place and not like um, when we were talking about the listener last week, where someone's just like, oh, we'll be with that bitch then. Like, okay, you are clearly <laughs> insecure. Insecure. <laughs> you right. know, um, whereas if you're asking me about something that, you know, I thought it was a little bit weird that you uh, were talking to that person for a significant amount of time. It's a little outside of your common practices. I just wanted to touch on it a little bit. Like, I would have to acknowledge that he doesn't come to me about this kind of thing. He's not usually insecure about me talking to men. So maybe I was doing a little bit more than I usually do. Like when you know that your partner is coming from a genuine place and you're coming from a genuine place, you should be able to have arguments or fights that, or disagreements. Cause I don't, right. I don't really fight with people. Yeah, um, it's, it's a, they should, it's you a, should be able to come to a conclusion and talk it out without it being a huge conflict. Most definitely. And, and it, I consider it as a, you know, more so like not necessarily a disagreement, because when you're when you're voicing an issue with me at that point, it's just a concern. You know, it exactly. A disagreement exactly. If we can't agree on an outcome. Right now, especially something things, as big as a relocation or a child exactly, or a marriage. or Exactly. Yeah. One of the things that I like to practice in my shit and you guys could take take this. If you want, I'm cool. I ain't patenting it or nothing like that. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> right. But um, uh, repeat and reflect is a practice that I use. So you could voice an a, a issue with me like, okay, um, uh, Brittany, I ain't like the way that you, uh, that you uh, handle, you know, today. I really felt like you was trying to undermine me as a man in my position with you, blah, 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 right? Okay. So I repeat what you said. So you're saying to me, you didn't like how I handled the situation today. Like, yeah, nigga, that's what I just said. Like, I okay. said what I said. Okay, you said what you said. <laughs> and then when I reflect, I'll actually say my interpretation of what you said, like what I'm getting from this. Like, okay, so I take this to understand that you didn't like how I said this specifically, and you felt like that. And they were like, yeah, okay, great. So we're on the same page. 
my biggest thing is making sure that we are understanding each other 100%. Like, I don't, I've noticed that sometimes it's very easy for me to say something to you and you still don't understand what the fuck I'm saying to you. Like, you take it a completely different way. And my biggest issue at this point is for me to get you to understand where I'm at, like where I'm coming from. So I try to make sure that I don't misunderstand you and misunderstand where you're coming from and the issue that you may have. And all of this is a conversation. Mm -hmm. This is not a raised voice. This is not, Mm. you know, me clapping and all that and acting stomping and turning around and (laughs) pointing and shit this is just a conversation i may be repeating you but at the end of the day is to get clarification to make sure we're both on the same page yeah so it works it's been working yeah it does yeah um no that's dope y'all i i this has been a very uh invigorating conversation (laughs) um isaac can you, yes. uh, if you're able, okay, briefly, briefly explain uh, the the new sharing tactic that we've put into place, and who will we be sharing it with this week? Just in case anybody missed last oh. week, uh, and then yes. you could jump into your opinion, my my man. Oh my goodness! You know what? Um, oh, oh did you have something you want? You to know, share with should, us? I, should I go throw that? I I try to get my black fat. Oh out shit! Oh, your black fat. Don't forget about the black fat. I'm Casey, sorry about your black fat. We gotta, we gotta keep this going. Yes, we do. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. Throw the black fat oh. in there. Oh. No, I thought about this one earlier because this is important. I don't know why I thought about this, but the Kentucky Derby, the first person to win the Kentucky Derby was black. And 15 out of the top people in the race were all black. And the first person to win the Kentucky Derby name is Oliver Lewis, I believe. Mm. You can Google this shit. Wow. So I'd like to put you guys to work. How did it become as white as it is? Do you know that? You know what? That's a great question. That's crazy. (laughs) And I think they just renamed the street in Kentucky after Oliver Lewis. Wow. It's like the Oliver Lewis Highway or something like that. But that was the first black person and first person to win the Kentucky Derby. I need to write mm. this shit down. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Like I said, we are saving souls. Yeah. Because the reality of it is, is. Thank you. you know, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we go, woke. We, we, we woke. woke. We got on our woke jeans by <laughs> Levi. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, uh, so Brittany just showed us an Instagram photo uh, from so Cardi cute. B. She got two million likes on her engagement photo. They are about to run with that shit. Oh, However, uh, <laughs> you know what? Here's the deal. Um, Tequila Tales, if you are listening to this podcast and you've gotten to two hours, which is about where we're at right now, you're 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 not a fan, you're family. Right? There's, there's a difference. And so family helps family. So We've got this new thing where we're talking about, uh, we still ain't came up with a name with it. I'm going to call it Say It With Your Chest again. I think it should be Share share It With Your Chest. Oh. Hashtag Share It With Your Chest. Share It With Your Chest. I like that. Damn it. See, that's why I throw things out there because people help build. Share It With Your Chest. You little lad nigga. No. Uh, (laughs) Share It With Your Chest. And basically what the premise is, is we are trying to build the community, right? Um. 
it, it's 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 unique because me and Brittany got into a conversation about it earlier today where we start to realize like that there are people that will tap into this podcast and they really enjoy it. However, they aren't po- podcast listeners, you know, and so we understand that we're not necessarily trying to artificially inflate our numbers. We want people that listen to this are people that are not only fans of the brand, but then also people that are fans of podcasts. And this is it's a special individual that listens to podcasts. It just is right, because you have to sit still for a moment and everybody doesn't have that ability to be able to do that. But. We felt like we want to grow our own audience. So we don't want to artificially grow our audience. We want to grow it in a way that's pure. The purest way is if we tap into the network where birds of a feather flock together. So if you're listening to this podcast at this point and you rock with us, there's a very high probability that the people that you are closest with may find value in this as well. But we don't want to just say, hey, share it with your friends, because sometimes we need a little bit of direction. So share it with your chest is where you proudly share our podcast, but you target who you're going to send it to. So like we said last time, don't just share it with all them fake ass friends you got on Facebook and Instagram. We're going to tell you who to share it to so that it can have maximum impact. And when they listen to this podcast and they cross the second hour, they'll understand why they were the person that you shared it with. So last last week, we shared it with uh, the person that was your best friend. I was actually going to say this week we shared with. The nigga you know that still rocks the Bluetooth? I thought that would be funny, right? I thought that would be funny. Share with the nigga that's still rocking the Bluetooth in his ear. Just because I thought that'd be funny. But I'm going to keep this on target with the topic. And since we're calling this Fight Club, let's say share this with someone that you have had a very heated dispute with but y'all worked that shit out. Mm. Y'all worked it out and y'all are Gucci now. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't y'all have to are probably be a boyfriend. Even tight. It could be a friend. It doesn't have to be a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd probably be best a if it wasn't a boyfriend. Because, <laughs> right, right. It doesn't have to be that. But just like, you know, man, you know, you and dude had beef about this shit or you thought she was trying to cheat you out of X, Y, and Z. Y'all sat down, y'all talked it out and now... As as a result of you all working through your issues, you all are incredibly Gucci now. And you're like, that's my girl. That's my guy. That's my nigga. Share it with them. Share this podcast with them. Think about it for a moment. Think about it for a moment of who you want to share it with. We don't even care if they don't listen to podcasts. Share it with them and be like, hey, they had a message, you know, in this podcast that I thought was interesting towards the back end or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I think you really like this podcast. I rock with it. It's kind of funny. Go and share with them. Send us the picture of the person that you, or no, tell them to send us a picture. Yeah. Cause you don't do that shit. Cause <laughs> it might, it might be a little reckless. As you, you just share this random ass nigga. Not. Tell them to share a picture with us. Like, what? Hey, so-and-so and so just shared this picture with us. And then we'll know, Okay, you're a fan. When that happens, we're going to send you something special. 
I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Could just know we're gonna send you something the special. About sending no, shit. we gonna send them something special. <laughs> Ain't nobody done the shit yet. They gonna get something special, right? <laughs> and you don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? It might be a picture of Omar. You know, with the taco meat out. Oh, Who knows? No. We'll, we'll, we'll figure the shit out. It, yes. It'll be funny. We'll enjoy it. But share it with a person that you had a heated dispute with, but you all worked it out. You all talked about it. You worked it out like gentlemen or gentle ladies, gentle women, uh, and y'all are Gucci now. So, bam. That's the that's the homework assignment. That's, that sounds like some family. It might be. It yeah. might be. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We saving souls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Next week when we move, it might be uh who make the best cornbread. I don't know. We mm. we you know, it's gonna be something different mm. each week. Yeah. But uh going into the opinion, um and I'm a once again, <laughs> look at this. I don't even know what y'all are doing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep this brief. Uh <laughs> but uh you know, the thing about you know, conflict that I think is unique. Um, and, and, and you know, th- th- this is a very unique conversation or a very interesting conversation in the sense that, you know, we're talking about a fight club and I have a, a mantra for lack of a better word, um, or just a saying, I always say there's three types of people in this world. It's people that want to fight. It's people that want to be right. And it's people that want to win. Right. And so people that want to fight, that's just their thing. And you see it. It's littering our political process right now. These are people that just enjoy sparring. They just enjoy the sparring match. They enjoy debate like debate club. I, I, I had a hard time understanding debate club in high school because it was like, wait a minute. So we're just sitting here debating like I'm picking a side that I don't agree with. And I'm formulating an argument just for the sake of argument. Like it was the most asinine thing to me, but that's what some people like. And that's what you see is littering our news media. That's why they bring all these fucking pundits up on the screen because, oh, this is just about putting a bunch of people with opposing views. Who cares about truth? We just want to argue. Okay, there's those people. Recognize those people. Then there's people that want to be right, right? They don't care about the outcome. They just want you to know that they knew the answer. Hey, I knew this first. Hey, I was the person that put you up on that. Hey, remember when you did that? Told you so, right? Those are the people that want to be right. And then you've got this special category on the back end, and those are the people that want to win. And people that want to win sometimes understand that winning means you may lose that particular battle. I may I may lose that battle. I may give up in this moment. I may... uh you know, can't think of the word that I'm looking for right now, but 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 acquiesce to whatever this situation is because I'm thinking about the long game, you know. And 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 to me, that's the wisest person or that's the most successful person. Cause let's be honest, in our day-to-day lives, also when we go to work, that's kind of who we are, right? <laughs> there are times you want to tell your manager, you want to give that motherfucker a piece of your mind. There are other times where you know, you just have had enough and you ready to just be like that old school movie falling down where you just walk in and just in a blazing glory, torch everybody and bounce the fuck out. But then you start thinking about them bills, right? Them bills make you say, you know what? 
I'm going to lose if I fight. I'm going to lose if I'm too right. But in this moment, I need to win. And if winning is making certain that you can pay for your bills and that you can, you know, put food on the table for your children and that you can provide a family for your, you know, household, then sometimes winning may mean you have to lay on the grenade. Sometimes winning means you have to do something that isn't characteristically what you wanted to do. And that's the way it is in personal relationships sometimes, right? Like, so I think it is important to definitely speak your mind. I think it's definitely important to always be thinking about, you know, uh, making certain that how you feel is properly being expressed. But similar to the situation I just shared a moment ago, there are some times where you have to choose your battles. There are some times where you have to understand what is it that I really want in this? What is it that's going to make me feel at peace? And sometimes that's not always, like Brittany said a moment ago, clapping and neck waving or just being a fucking douche, right? Like that's not always going to lead to you being your most successful, your most happy, your most peaceful self. So always think about that outcome. Always think about, is me doing this going to ultimately lead to a situation that I consider to be successful? Or am I just creating more problems? Because, yeah, the fight is fun. It's cool to get the little social media likes or to, you know, post the inspirational memes and try to roast this nigga. Like, all of that shit seems cool. And men and women do this dumb shit and we find ourselves time and time again in these situations where we're just dealing with a situation that is 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 not what is ideal. Right. So so think about that. Do you want to fight? Do you want to be right? Do you want to win? You know, but once again, I could be very wrong. Who knows? <laughs> OK, I think. All right, there you go. <laughs> Always fucking with people. <laughs> Told you I was going to keep it brief. I kept it brief. <laughs> you I did, it. and I, I'm proud I of you. Liked it. it was like three, four minutes and shit, right? I was looking at the time. Yeah, I'm proud uh, of you. All right, people. It's a wrap. All right. Uh, we definitely want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed. Um, of course, we always really appreciate your support. Uh, we ask that you guys continue to do what you have been doing and share this podcast with your friends, through all of our social media outlets, as many of them as you can. Um, you can follow us, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And also we have a YouTube channel. It is at the Tequila Tales. Okay, so you can check that out. Um, in addition, please do not forget to review this podcast on iTunes. That matters. All reviews matter, people. All um, reviews. <laughs> our reviews for more information on our upcoming shows they are happening it's coming um and to continue to check out our videos visit our website you make sure you put the dub between the tequila tails or she'll get some weird ass monster porn so the tequila she just keep making up shit that'll happen if you don't put the the in front of it <laughs> okay and y'all know i always like to leave you with a little bit of something to think about so um Without communication, there is no relationship. Without respect, there is no love. And without trust, there is no reason to continue. I'm going to repeat that. Without trust, there is no reason to continue. All right, y'all. Have a great week. Bye.